Welcome to episode 26 of the Varangian Heresy Podcast. My name is Jody, also known as Painting Chap. I am your host, and with me, as always this evening, my two beautiful co-hosts. And beautiful, I say this, because it is radio, and therefore, you know, you're safe from their beauty. It is, as always, Christopher, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm uh, quite alright, Jody. How are you? Yeah, not too bad at all, mate. Not too bad at all. Finally getting over the uh, the winter hangover and uh, the, you know the whole winter thing and slowly building towards the summer which is awesome uh, in other words I'm still snowed under by a shit ton of work and all that sort of jazz what about yourself yeah. well school started basically <laughs> tired, tired from school, school starting school started pretty much it yeah fair enough yeah. I, I also enjoy I also enjoyed my total of two days off between semesters because fuck exams Basically. Yeah. Uh, sorry, hang on. At, at this point, I will cut in the sound of the world's smallest violin playing, um, but I just can't <laughs> be bothered to make it. Um, and on the other side, as always, is the uh, Crown Prince of Darkness himself, atop the throne of uh, Horace Heresy here in, in Sweden. It's uh, Mr. Freddy. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I can't complain, mate. Had way too long holidays. Well, I wouldn't say holiday, but, you know, I was off work for too long, which I'm fucking paying for now, but. Touch of life. Playing catch up, huh? And I am uh, seriously contemplating maybe melting this fucking piece of shit flyer into liquid resin and then drinking it all and hopefully commit like a suicide in a splendid fashion. <laughs> Just make sure whatever if you take any pictures you put hashtag painting forward world on it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hashtag, you know. this is because of you guys. Please redesign the Storm Talon, where I might have to write you an angry letter expressing my hatred. <laughs> but the model is so good looking, and it's I'm torn. It's a brilliant model, the Fire Raptor. <sighs> yeah, I know, but why? Why? Why have they made it so hard? I know, right? It's uh, it's all kinds of crazy, isn't it? They just they just love doing that sort of stuff to us. It's like a rite of passage. I think you have to, you, you literally have to uh, have gone through like this. What is it? It's the Spartan and the Fire Raptor. I think those are the two that you can say. I I, I am I am legit thirty k because I have put together an original Spartan or a Fire Raptor and survived. Yeah, well, I've done both of those. Well, soon I've done both of these. <laughs> Spartans are easy. Like, as long as you do that boiling water pot and then just keep dry fitting it, it's fucking easy. But it's so hard with the parts for the raptor, like because you do one side and then you once you do the next side and then you realize the first side is crooked even though you thought it was straight and then you go back and then it's all fucked up because you glued it together and then you're like ah, and then you committed and now it's everything is. It's kind of drenched in green stuff. Yeah. Try I, I, like the things I've done. I think I can <laughs> quite literally hear the nodding of all the gamers who have been through that who are sharing your pain right now. And it's all crooked, but I hope it won't be... It won't be visible when it's on a flying stand and painted. It's, but always it, it's kind of like a C, C shape. 
Yeah. It's also always nice when a cast miniature requires more liquid green stuff and green stuff than my scratch builds. <laughs> you feel vilified at that point, do you, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was right, damn it. <laughs> oh, fair yeah. enough. Well, before yeah, we... so, um, I'm going to go out and buy a heat gun, and then uh, I'm going to give this my full fucking attention mm. the rest of this week. So, if, really... if, if nothing else, if it won't sort itself, it will be sorted by the heat gun for good. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to take it all over this piece of shit, and then I'll, I'll just heat it down into the ground. Just yeah. use it as terrain. Exactly. Speaking of that, no, no, let's let's not get into talking about terrain. That can take us off in many directions. Uh, so, I know. Someone but, needs to paint some terrain. That's yeah, I'm I working have. on it. Jesus, I'm still <laughs> building that, man. That was a bit of a surprise. It's like, oh, it's only a couple of buildings. Yeah, right. Yeah. Ha ha, funny man. Um, they just keep seem to like reproduce more of these laser cut buildings every time I open one of the packages. Like, it's still you know, going. Don't get don't get them wet and don't feed them after midnight. You know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you should be happy that that Chris uh, package disappeared. Otherwise, you'd have even more terrain. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm honestly thinking about hire, subcontracting out to some uh, some labor somewhere and trying to find out how to do it. I don't I don't know where. But, Child um, labor is legal. You know that. Yeah, but if I make it a family building project, it counts. Ah, uh, 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 wait. I have the perfect idea for your solution. Hire a female. There you go. Then no one can argue. Feminist planning. So huh? you're, you're doing your part for the quota. Jody. I'm not social, social media. <laughs> You're not going down the road again. <laughs> I can. I was waiting, Chris. I was waiting. Um, yeah, let's get our social media shout-outs done and out of the way because that's important for uh, for you guys, for us, and just generally building the community. So let's go. First off, we have. Well, you have us now. You have us on SoundCloud, on iTunes. If you have us on one, you should have us on both, or if not, make it so. And you keep up to date with all the episodes we will be dropping from now on, because, yes, we are back. Our hobby semester break thingy over the winter that was kind of unannounced but happened because of stuff is done. Um, then you have Facebook, the Varangian Heresy podcast, our page. Come and join up. Come and say hi. Come and get involved. And then here's the Varangian Heresy podcast group, the uh, efficiently named, well done, Chris, uh, group there. Um and again, we've got people sharing their projects, sharing their work in progresses, updates, all the new stuff that's dropping. We'd like to share it out in there. So again, come along, and we're going to start doing some more interactive work with that as well, getting you guys involved in what we're doing. We are on Twitter, uh, and that is at Varangian Heresy. Uh, we have our email, which are, is important, the Varangian Heresy at gmail.com. Use it for all, all things uh, 30k hobby related. All slanesh spam should be sent to Freddy. Um, anything bitter and uh, bitter and twisted should be sent to me as the designated Iron Warriors player and uh, anything else mildly robotic or I, I don't know what else could probably go to Christopher but um, other than that please hit us up with some uh, army lists ideas for uh, episodes whatever you guys have got out there just, just drop us some mails and get involved we also have podcast stickers available um, or if not they will be available at some point soon Drop us a message, give us your shipping address, and we will send some podcast stickers out to you as a thank you for following and being in, and listening to us. Because we yep. love you because you're all beautiful, <clears throat> I'm, beautiful I'm people. I'm going to try and get a, a new batch going for stickers about next week or so. Awesome. So get in there. Get in there before they're all gone. Um, and then we have Instagram, which is Varangian Heresy. 
Uh, now we're uh, we're sort of taking baby steps on there at the moment. We're going to start using that a lot more, and we'd love to see you guys posting some stuff up on Instagram, tagging us in them, so we can see the picture. Remember, give us your best 30k du- uh, duck face selfie, um, whether it's uh, with the burning wreckage of a Titan, one of the uh, saucily placed <coughs> Sikoran, uh or uh, you know whatever they called uh, jet bikes in uh, a sl- in a uh, what is it? Emperor's Children kind of pose, you know, whatever suggestive it is. Pose? Uh, suggestive pose. Yeah, I was going to suggest. I was going to go with suggestive, but I thought Emperor's Children pose mm. was a bit more 30k themed, Chris. You know, I'm trying to keep yeah. the flavour going there, but yeah, like yeah, cacophony duck face pose with like grills. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty, pretty cool. cool. Uh, Demonet cosplay. We can never get enough of that. Yep. What there's else? some. For some reason, I keep thinking when when you say cacophony, I keep thinking of hair metal bands and thinking that there should be some sort of crossover there. Uh, because they used to look like that, didn't they? Yeah, well, when that, 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 back when uh, heavy metal basically were doing the whole <laughs> we do whatever the fuck we want to make it look cool. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. we we really do want some other demonet cosplay other than Freddy's. Demonet cosplay. Yeah, it would be helpful. Yeah. I mean, there's so many times we can look at the same picture um, or pictures, I should say. But um, you know, we're, we're willing to do it'd be equal opportunities when it comes to uh, that sort of stuff. Hey, stop it! Like demonets are hen. <laughs> True. Yeah, but uh, if we look at uh, the scene instead, they're actually looking like hens. <laughs> this is also uh, true. Such such a low pun. But so, anyway, yeah. such a low pun. It only works in Swedish. Such a such a <laughs> low pun, but we, we're at least we're raising our eyes to that level now. Um, so there's there's always good things that I, when we do that. Um, we do have our website, but at this moment it's going to be a. Uh, I think we've committed it to the uh, the the uh, recycle bin or trash bin in the sky, and Chris is going to go and make us something far more shiny and pretty with some better coding and you know something that actually works. Um, Something that's not a black font on a black background that's currently is. Yeah, uh, or uh, a we, red font on a blue background. I'm not yeah. really sure what happened there. Yeah, you know, easy to read basically. Gotta gotta love coding. When it goes right, it goes right. When it goes wrong, <laughs> boom. Um you get your matrix finish. Um, you know, red pill, blue pill kind of thing, I guess. But uh no, at least that's uh, that's that's gonna be a new new project coming up over the next uh, couple of months. So we get our website up and running, so you've got a backup of all our episodes and everything we've been sort of talking about and doing. We may there even will, get the show notes up there, if we're organised. There, there will also be a bit of uh, info about the events this year, cool. at least that I'm yeah. planning. Yes, because there are a lot of events going on, and uh, yes. that is very important. Um, so yeah, we're going to be a bit more active there. So yeah, whole new sort of breath of life going into the interactions and social media stuff for the Ranging Heresy. Um, and you guys are going to be a big part of that. Uh, we want you guys to be involved, so to get in touch, get make some uh, communications to us in one form or another, and let's see what we can do. Uh, let's make this uh, an even better podcast going into 2017. So does that sound like a good public service announcement, guys? Are we happy with that with the social medias and stuff? Splendid. Yeah. Splendid. 
Oh, yeah, splendid. Splendid, sir. Absolutely marvellous, sir. Splendid. Oh, dear Lord, stop it. <laughs> we can go on all night. You know? We really yeah, can. That, 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 yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, Chris, you're, if you're being the voice of reason, then we're back on track, so it's all good. Yeah, if uh, I'm being the voice of reason, something has seriously gone wrong. <laughs> I was going to say you got us back on track as normal, but yeah, it's or it's gone seriously wrong. Take your pick. I mean, uh, again, either one works. <laughs> we, we're all about equal opportunities here so um yeah that's the social medias so how's everybody been doing i mean we did our end of year we've talked about our new year's resolution so we've taken a couple of weeks off trying to get ourselves back into uh into some sort of order how's how's everybody doing no well who's starting well Am I starting you started you get in there all right well i'm good uh, i actually focus a lot of on gaming instead of painting because I, I felt like I've been gluing and painting uh, a lot more than gaming mm-hmm. so I spent my Christmas break uh, doing a lot of gaming a lot of set uh, a lot of couple of like uh, smaller 200 thousand point games and then I also trialed out heaps of narrative set missions for Scorpius I mean Scandus nice Scorpius Scorpius is, I tried out other things but I'm not <laughs> I'm not fully happy with the end result for that, but for Scandals I am. The narrative missions were really cool. Awesome. So that's what I've been doing. And oh, and yes, uh, kind of brainstorming uh, missions for Lincoln, missions for Scorpius, missions for Scandals, and then just, yeah, just enjoying heaps of ZM because I haven't played enough ZM for ages. It's always been big battles, and I really enjoy doing like even larger ZM, like 1,500 points and stuff. Yeah, I, I I seriously need to start playing some more Zone Mortalis. I I I enjoyed the little I played at Avarii, and I I really need to uh, do some more because it was a whole lot of fun. Yeah, it really is a good format. It, it's been good since it was what was called at first like boarding assault or something in yeah. uh, the Blood of War books. I can't remember what it was called. I, I thought it was Zone Mortalis in the beginning, or am I I I don't know. Oh, it's, it's been uh, a while. It's uh, been evolved. But it's evolved. It's, it's still fun, and there's some nice missions in that those books. By yeah, the way, not the worst. Definitely, it's it's good. Like the if if you want to come back to the hobby and, and stuff, it, it was a good like kind of rebreather, taking a step back, kind of just follow, you know, re re-energize for the new year. So it started with ZM because you know ZM is quick and easy and fun, and it doesn't you know kill an entire night. Because even though I was on holidays. For some fucking reason where it keep, kept popping up but you know that's another story it is always, uh, there's always another story <laughs> yeah. and uh, just to tie it in a bit Sedem is quite good to start with if you just get the Prosper box or a Calf box because yep. get true. about if you run a veteran list you get about that, that much in points in yeah. it you could do that. That yeah. could be very good. And to be fair, the Contemptor is a really nice uh, unit in uh, ZM as well if it's set up right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, funnily enough, my stiff ZM list is exactly 30 models. So, you know, works well with the Prospero box. Are you using anything from a Prospero box, though, is the question? Uh, no, uh, it's all Mark II. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a good good for new players so players coming back into the game yes it is yes it is and there's but Mark, th- Mark, Mark 3 is very ZM-ish yeah and I have I have a, a, a small 
arsenal of spare Mark III at the moment, which I need to do something with. And uh, I'm thinking of uh, doing something with that that might be ZM beneficial, so that could be fun. Uh, what about yourself, Chris? What have you been up to in the, in the time off? Well, I've sorted my hobby area, so it's good and proper now. That's, good, that's always important. You have well, yeah. you have a hobby area. You've now got yeah, it into now, working order. I've now sorted it because it's not just uh, like an unpacking area for stuff in boxes. It's uh, actually a hobby area which I can paint. Which and I've built, uh, I've painted an entire veteran marine. Holy shit! Have you? Does that mean you've already completed your New Year's resolution? No, because I need the uh, transfers to arrive so I can. Oh, Christopher, why, why do you mention these things when they're not complete then? Well, it's painted. It's painted up to like <laughs> 60 percent of finished, but it's still it's tabletop sta- tabletop stand. stand uh, I'm I'm holding the transfers uh, hostage until you yeah. paint an entire army. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's cold. Probably because I can't paint the army until you get the transfers. Ah, <laughs> uh, catch twenty twos. Chicken and egg. Who, who came first? Yeah. Well, whoever's smoking I, the cigarette. Well, to be fair the eggs because they were around before birds but uh, let's not go into that no let's not let's not be that particular show wait 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 I'm confused though were we talking what we did during our our break and then weren't we going to do hobby progress after that yeah well I thought we'd sort of meld it into one you know we'll we'll make it a thing so this is kind of hobby progress as well I guess but I never told my hobby progress Oh well, all right then. Jeez, keep your panties on for once. My, my hobby progress isn't that long, so I could just sneak it in between, and then you can. All right, Chris. <laughs> if it's not that long, you can always slip it in. You go for it, Chris. Well, we're talking about the hobby progress. Other, other things we can't really compare because there's nothing to compare with. Okay. <clears throat> what? <laughs> <laughs> Get on with it. So hobby yeah. progress. I've uh, also. Built and base coated my the rest of the five uh, rest of the four marines in that veteran squad, which I'm really proud of because that's more progress than I did the last six months. On top of that, I built the crew uh, crew for two laser destroyer rapiers and two custom laser destroyer rapiers. Ooh! And Very now nice. I'm building a storm blade. Also a custom job. Also, custom because, job. Because why not? Because why not go custom? You know. Exactly. Roll out, roll Chris, out on twenty twos. Chris Customs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Heresy Customs. Yo, dog. I heard you like heresy C- on C- your heresy. Customs. So put some heresy on your heresy on your heresy. Customs are us. <laughs> it's, it's, Let's uh, not trigger you with talk about customs and heresy from last year. Hey, Freddie. Yeah. Well, I can't that when we get the hobby progression. <laughs> okay, you will work that out. <laughs> I'm so pissed off. But I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll wait until it's my turn again. Uh, is that, is that you done, Chris? Yeah, Before, basically. I, I think I'll, I'll hand it straight back to you, Freddie, so you can so you can air your grievances, my friend. All right, well, I've done uh, three of those uh, bolter, heavy bolters rapiers with crew. I have done three Land Raiders. Well, they were semi-assembled, but I've done the fucking Black Skull upgrades on them. And then some uh, Iron Hands uh, uh, hatches. I have done 30% of a piece of shit Fire Raptor. Die, you piece of shit, die, or assemble yourself. 
you you get the shoes he's not talking back to me i don't understand why but the skull thingy so i'm so happy it arrived and then i checked my little like pick up your parcel notes i was like oh customs hmm what's this wonder what it is oh there blood and skull okay you need to pay fucking 450 kroners import tax on what what the hell did you buy in I bought some tracks and shit it's ridiculous it's like <laughs> the fucking import tax is more expensive than the fucking little resin bits Jesus yeah, that's Christ that, man so I, I that's lost fucked my, up man. yeah I, I'm gonna like seriously gunpowder plot parliament I've already talked to Stuart about this you know in the Gino Fighter boys mm -hmm. if if you know parliament in Stockholm explodes it may or may not be me. Uh, probably not me, but... <laughs> and uh, there there we go up on the watch list again. Fuck. <laughs> no, we just gone up a few steps on the watch list. We have, we never got off it, mate. We just got up higher. <laughs> probably got on another. I don't understand. Who decides these custom things? I, like, It's uh, basically yeah. random. Somebody you pissed off in a former life or at some point during your current one, mate. I think that's the only way to say like, it. I, I paid so much custom the last year that I could fucking have bought an entire army of Fortune. It's ridiculous. Yeah, or, or a very special done. army as well. You know, it's all of it's possible. Uh, just I breathe, my friend. Just breathe. <sighs> I never used to have these issues back in Oz. And then it just t took you like two years for stuff to arrive, right? No, actually, it was pretty quick from the States, though. Europe was you know, usually around two two to three weeks. Yeah. Well, to yeah. be fair, it's uh, we, we, we had a talk pre-show about uh, the taxing changes here in Sweden. And, um, yeah, for, for the sake of our listeners, we're not going to go back over that. Um, <laughs> we, we like having listeners, um, and we really don't want to go onto a rant for that. So we'll leave that one be. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's bullshit, but mm -hmm. uh, the bits are fucking cool. Highly recommend them, but I don't know what to you know. Probably contact Blood and Skulls and tell them, please write gift, not for resale, value 50 cents. Uh, this is basically I'm sending garbage. Uh, <laughs> And everything, yeah. I'm, everything I'm sending has zero value. Please do not. It's just yeah. basically an empty I, I, box that weighs I, something. I like contents ten pieces of poo. <laughs> fossilized political fossilized political uh, political well-being, well-meanings. What horseshit? Yeah. Um, and it would also be stopped because you can't take that uh, import that into Sweden from the states. What politics? Uh, shit. <laughs> Same thing, right? Nah, that depends on who you ask. Okay. It feels like that's the only thing we're importing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, yeah, whatever. But they're really cool, so check them out. I can highly recommend them if you're from anywhere else but Sweden and try to buy it. I, I, I won't mention that I ordered a load of stuff and didn't get hit by tax then, shall I? But on the other hand, you didn't order enough to actually cover your tank. That's true. Um, but <laughs> the second order I did. Um... <laughs> Shut up, Christopher. Oh, Freddy, <laughs> you what? just had to get that one in, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, Freddy, what yep. about your uh, Empress Children, then? Any progress on that front? My Empress Children? Yeah. Well, I, 
I told you that, that my fire raptor is going to be for my empress children. Yep. And my storm eagle is going to be for my empress children. The bolters, rapiers, are for the empress children. And uh, it's only the land raids are going to be iron hands because the MK course, I'm going to learn how to paint iron hands. Because I want the, you know, the, the yeah. antagonists of the, the perfection guys. And it's a really easy paint scheme as well to get down when you get the hang of it. Yeah, and I like the the whole like uh, black metal glaze thing. I want to learn how to do that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's doable by brush, but it's probably a lot easier by airbrush. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I just like the contrast. Like I, I think actually when I uh, when uh, I played against Nicholas in this, uh, I played actually against Nicholas in the two versus two mega game during the break as well. And I really like the contrast when the purple dudes are next to those uh, metallic, like black metallic uh, iron hands. It's, it's like they really go together. So I can see like how the, the paint schemes, like they really work as antagonists. It's really cool. So it's going to be really nice, especially for the Scorpius uh, uh, extra dog tag mission table there with the Black Sands of Stone 5 dual to the death mission. It's going, awesome. it's going to look really cool. Oh, that's going to look seriously cool, man. Which, oh, oh, by the way, hobby progression. I'm kind of 5% done with my conversion of Ferris and Fulgrim for that for that table. Nice. It's going to be a lot of fun. But I don't want to finish it off until I've done the MK course. I'm just work, I'm kind of um, dry fitting different components together. So yeah. I'm kind of done firebrand for Ferris. And the hammer is pretty easy for Fulgrim, but I'm I'm trying different poses for him. I haven't really decided what, if I'm not going to repose him, and I'm kind of, you know, I, I'm kind of trying to picture where I'm going to put the hammer, how is how his pose going to be and stuff. Because I really like that. If everyone remember that other picture, uh, where you see for some reason you see Fulgrim, I mean Ferris holding a wrench or some shit. Yeah, oh that's yeah. Still fluff. Yeah. It's still fluff me. Yeah, no, uh, that's yeah, actually a like, thunder wrench, I think. But, but is I it really mastercrafted? Like, yeah. Everything is mastercrafted, mate. But <laughs> unless you're Vulcan. I, re- I kind of like that picture, but I'm I don't like the weapon thing. But if if you remember, there's a short story about that dreadnought dying when he describes the fight between Fulgrim and Ferris. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and I I'm kind of I'm using that as a basis. So and in that fight, they're fighting like uh, Ferris is using Firebrand and Fulgrim is using the hammer, and then at the end he he's swapping to the blade of Lear when he can't kill him. And the demon comes in. Uh, Spoiler yeah, warning. Because Fer- Ferris is kind of winning that fight. And I I really like the flow and I really like that story. That's really good. He probably would have won if Fulgrim had cheated. Yeah, he, well he wasn't cheating. Yeah, yeah, they did. But on the other hand, uh, we'll never know. Using demon blades is cheating. That's all I'm saying. Uh, well, yeah, the well, weapon stats, weapon stats for the blade of layer is like useless. <laughs> blades of salty tears is all I answer to that when it comes to the gaming mm-hmm. side. Yeah, but the gaming side aside. <laughs> oh, sh- oh, you're talking fluff, right? Okay, sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. I I played some 40k recently, or, or against some 40k. So I, I think there's, you know, 
You, you forgot everything about the you know, fluff games. And, well, I tried my best not to. I even built a fluffy, fluffy list. And I'll, I'll go into that when it's my turn. But you know, you can't play fluffy lists in 40k. You know that. No, but as, <laughs> well, in, as in, I was how, playing how my 30k. How many detachments did you use? I didn't or use any. Combo? I didn't was use Ta- any. Let me put like this. Uh, let me say this. Let me say this. I took my 30k Iron Warriors in a two-on-two game, yeah, and I got wrong. called a cheesy player. You are a fucking cheesy player. By an Eldar player. <laughs> and I'll explain all that in a moment. Yeah. Um, are you done with your hobby progress then, Freddy, or shall I... Well, even if I'm not, now I want to hear this. Yeah, this is more important. We all agree that you are a cheesy player, but now I want to hear like the rest of this. I'm not cheesy, I'm just bitter. That's what I am. I'm a space dwarf, leave me alone. Um, no, uh, so, okay, here's sort of what I've been doing. Um, I've been getting my uh, myself a place set up in my uh, second home, Um for hobbying and stuff so that's all up and running now so I can start uh, doing some hobbying when I'm uh, on my week away from my kids which is uh, is helpful um, I have been uh, generally trying to get the MKA class uh, course organised and we'll touch on that in a little bit um, been hanging out with some friends of mine just uh, generally catching up trying to convince a few people to come and play 30k and um, yeah so <laughs> the big part of the of, of uh, what I've what I've done recently is uh, some friends of mine who are big uh, 40k players. They, they're the guys I started off uh, playing a hobby with, um, or getting back into the hobby with. Um, they uh, they basically said, well, let, let's get together because we haven't hung out in a long time, and it's like let's get together and play a big two-on-two game because um, there was four of us coming along. So it's like, okay, what are we going to do? We decided we're going to have uh, six thousand points aside. And I was um, taking 3k of uh, 3k of Iron Warriors, and then we had uh, 3k of KO, uh, 40k, the new Chaos Traitor Legion stuff, which was basically a Nurgle army. Um, uh, friend Morton uh, has basically purchased a ton of 30k um models so i'm i'm going to work on him and getting him over to 30k because that's the easiest one so he's got like death uh grave wardens you know um outriders or so many models are um uh are 30k models in that army uh so it's us versus 6000 points of tyrants wait wait wait, wait. It's, it's a, like how is he painting them like a kind of you know post warp post warp Okay, so well, that's like a perfect uh, siege army. Exactly, yeah. that's that's what Inusable. I'm thinking. Yeah, no, exactly. That that was my thought. So uh, that's what I was sort of pitching him on. Is that uh, it's more, you know, siege of terror, and at some point when Forge will do the scouring, that's going to make a whole lot of sense. You know, so there's a there's a whole lot he can do with that army. So yeah, we've been talking about that, um, and like I said, we. Um, uh, we ended up playing against um, 6,000 points of Tyranids. Tyranids? Tyranids. So it was kind of a, if you if I wanted to put a 30k spin on it, it's kind of an alternate, maybe uh, murder, planet murder theme sort of thing. But no, it was just, we're going to throw down against Tyranids. Giant, you know, flying hive tyrants, crones, lots of big, big nasty creatures, lots of shrouding and hiding and everything. And... Um, 
I hope you don't mind, Freddie, but I, I, I sort of gave the Warhound a run out as well. Um, no, that's right. And yeah. Um, oh, well, yeah. So I, I it's I got... good that you let me know now. I hope you don't mind. It's yeah, no. I just thought I'd, I, I thought I'd check with you now after I played the game. <laughs> You're a mongrel. You know I am. You love me for it. Um, yeah. That's but... all, that's almost like going. Go ask your mom. I already have. Okay, then. What did she say? <laughs> yeah, she said. Uh, she said. Uh, she said it was okay. I just had to clear it with you. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. It's, well, you know. Um, anyway. Uh, so we we sort of played down. I didn't take a. Uh, well, I won't lie. I took a very heavily um, heavily set uh, list. I took my my usual sort of three k loadout with a few tweaks. So I went full foot slogging with my actual Iron Warriors. No, no tanks or anything. So no Spartans. No Typhons, because I thought, well, you know, Typhon would make the most sense against the Tyranid army. Um, you know, big templates. But I thought, no, nope, not going to go with that. I'm going to try a full line army, Hammer of Olympia, extra cha- extra close combat weapons and everything. Let's see what happens when they finally get to the, when they get to the lines and charge in and do all that sort of crazy shit. Um, two, two, my usual two sets of two quad mortars, because they're awesome. Um, I actually took a Dreadnought because I was expecting flyers, so I took uh, a Mortis Contemptor with some uh, twin carries. And, yep. uh, you know, it's a pretty solid list. Uh, I took nine, only nine, um, Tyrants with uh, Siege Breaker and uh, a Praetor in, uh, in setup on there. And uh, they did, the characters did absolutely nothing all game. They just literally walked forward and shot stuff with the Tyrants. Um and uh, yeah, two big fifteen-man blobs with um, with medics because I thought you know Aegis defense line, put them back there. Oh, and I had um, Iron Havocs in bunker missile launchers. Didn't go with last cannons this time. Just went missile launchers in a bunker, give them a solid fire base to work from. Not overly cheesy as far as you know thirty k and some of the, some of the stuff I could have thrown down. Uh, you know, like okay, no big tank armor or anything like that. You know, not massive crazy super heavies or anything in there. <laughs> Yes, there was a Warhound, but Warhounds are takeable. You know, you can take them down. They're quite um, easily to kill, easy to kill with the yeah. hull points. Yeah, well, especially if you've got Carnifexes and stuff with, uh, you know, big scything talons and the big, big crushy claws and shit. They they can go down quickly. Anyway, um, so yeah, basically, uh, we played, um, we played what three three turns till uh, about three in the morning. And it was uh, a hell of a fun game as far as I was concerned, um, and my friends were concerned. We had a, we had a whole lot of fun with it. Um, however, um, they do do not like phosphex. <laughs> they do not like phosphex or quad mortars because do basically. Do anyone? Pardon? Do anyone? Yeah, well, I do. <laughs> yeah. But you're the one using it. That yeah, count. well, that's the point. You know, it's it's. Uh, I I basically got um I got called cheesy for being able to drop down a load of templates which were AP three and you know calling fire and all this sort of stuff. And like I said, this was my friend who is an Eldar player, 40k tournament Eldar player, who called me cheesy to the point I went. Uh, wraith knights, D weapons in transport. I mean, we we even played ITC rules with things like D weapons and everything. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I got called cheesy. Um, 
to be fair, the the the, the Warhound was was doing work, but it wasn't really like the star of the show. I think the star of the show were the quad guns, quad mortars, and uh, my um, my tyrants who just opened up monstrous creatures with um, a load yeah, of but crack missiles. Like, if he had like some, I don't know what they call. They're they called gorgons or gorgilongs or, or the, the flying tyrannid small bits. Yeah, the gargoyles. Gargoyles. Yeah, like gargoyles. Yeah, they used to fuck up the quad motor crew and then. Yeah, they yeah. they came in. They 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 deep struck in. They arrived. Um, they didn't do anything. That they they were they were too afraid of landing anywhere within the range of my missile launchers, which had intercept. Um, which were basically sat in the middle of the two uh, the two quad units. So they sort of dropped down. At which point, the next turn. Uh, I dropped phosphex on them. <laughs> that was that's all she wrote. That was it. They were done. Um, and I think, as I said to them in the game, they were more afraid of the uh, skyfire from the iron havocs than anything else. So I had we were playing on an eight by four, and I had a bunker, my bunker with my iron havocs, pretty much in the middle of that eight by four length, right at the back of the the line. Um, yeah. Which gave them, you know, a really nice cover range. Um, but as I said to my friends, you know, at the end of the day, if you come straight down my throat, because they, they took them right out onto the edges where there really wasn't anything for them to do, um, and they sort of bunkered up in one corner, which surprised the hell out of me with a tyranid army. Um, yeah, no, 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 tyranids is ride the fire. Yeah, but they didn't. And they used to be, but when I played them. That was ages ago. Oh, but they still are. That's that's the thing. It just it just didn't work out that way, which surprised the hell out of me. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was a it was a real surprise. But um, I I I was almost knocked to the floor being called cheesy by an Eldar player. Uh, we we may have had a twenty minute to an hour long discussion about why that might not be the case. Um, but apparently I lost, and I'm still cheesy for you know quad mortars. Well, you are cheesy. Yeah, well, shut up. <laughs> I'm not cheesy. I just like to. I know how to, you know, spread the pain a little bit. But I'm not suzerain's cheesy or, um, you know. So, so what weapons did you pick for the Warhound? Uh, turbo laser and um, Volker Mega Volta. Alright. So not the plasma. No, I didn't take the plasma. I thought plasma too much. You know, the the D turbo lasers. Yes, they they were D, but they were reduced D, and it could have been. Um, could have been managed with, and I was expecting them to get pounced by um, Carnifexes and stuff, but the Carnifexes sort of didn't come out of, uh, didn't move fast enough over, um, out of their shrouded bubble, they were more worried about getting shot it was like there were three, they were literally, we were facing the, they had, we had two Carnifexes on one side, within 18 inches of the, the Titan and they just didn't okay. come after him, and, and I literally said, looked at them and went you you did me such a favour. I love you guys. Thank you very so much. You could have completely raped that warhound with those carnifexes. And they're like, yeah, but you would have shot at them. It's like, yeah, of course I would have shot at them. <laughs> but you know, there's also other targets and everything. It's like, oh, yeah, the odds of them dying aren't that great, even if you get like one round of shooting. 
Yeah, exactly. And oh well, it it was fun. It was um, it was a good night. It was a, it was a hell of a lot of fun. Great catching up with good people. Um, one of the 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 other players, uh, my friend Robin, he's actually coming on the MKA course. So um, I'm hoping to convince him to come over to uh, 30k on a more permanent basis as well, um, and see how that goes. But uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It really was a lot of fun. Um, fun evening. But uh, yeah, that that was the majority of my. My sort of hobbying, apart from the fact that I'm planning my yearly sort of what needs to be built when at the moment, and uh, I, I was very happy. Oh, oh got to say this: two things. I uh, received uh, from Kim Sandberg. I mentioned before, Legio Cybernetica on Instagram. I received a, Vol- a, a Reaver War, a Reaver Titan Vulcan Volcano Cannon. Um, which is going to go on top of uh, the Baneblade chassis for my version of the Tormentor. <laughs> it's huge. It's awesome. Um, and so, I... so the Tormentor is going to be a show on uh, the canister? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Nice. The Tormentor is showing up with, with the daddy himself, with Perturabo. He will be pimping up with it as well. Um, but I'm holding off till post-MKA course to actually um, paint said tank uh, and said Primark because uh, um, yeah I want them to be as fucking pretty as possible um, yeah yep. um, so there's that and um, a friend of mine uh, guy Frederick he's a lovely bloke uh, he he's he and I are currently working on a Zomortalis project together uh, he bought like 300 of the mega blocks after seeing your boards and like, right, I want those. So we, no, I thought you were talking about me. So yeah. <laughs> Other Frederick. Uh, no, uh, they, unfortunately he missed coming to my birthday and uh, hanging out over Christmas and stuff. So he dropped me a present off at work recently and it's the um, Sisters of Battle Canoness uh, model, the one that's uh, inspired by the John Blanche art. Oh, that's really nice. It's, I want that one as well. I've got it. It's brand new. It's, you know, it's no, no recast, nothing. It's in box. And I am going to have a play around with it, take a couple of the fleur de lis off, and probably use it as my militia commander for my my force. Which is interesting, because which uh, iteration of your militia army is this then that she would fit in? Uh, this is the um, I, I'm so going to like eight. Yeah, version eight point zero or something like that. Uh, but you know, uh, to be fair, like a beastman army which should definitely be led by a female. <laughs> no, this is a human army with beastmen levies. The whole sure army is. is the beastmen army. Sure, whatever you say, mate. <laughs> I'm thinking. Actually, I've been playing, toying around with the idea of getting that uh, to convert her into a Sister of Silence character. She would be amazing as a Sister of Silence character. Actually, um, she would look. She would look so good done up. Uh, you know, if you, you pick the right scheme for her. Um, yep. Yeah, you should do that, man. That would be very cool. I had thought, but I was looking at the the, the hair on the model, and um, I can't remember where I saw it, which uh, page uh, I saw it on. But um, somebody had did a had done a conversion for Emperor's Children, where they'd used like a, I think it was like a either a high elf or Eldar helm, where the big plume, and they sort of put the sort of brass etch up the side of it to make it look very Emperor's Children. And I was just yeah. thinking, if you did so, if you want to do something really funky with this one, you could do like the high plume helmet and turn the hair sort of 
with some green stuff, maybe turn the, the, the tails of the hair down the cheeks into the plume. Uh, plumage from the helm or something like that. I don't know. I was I was looking at that. But um yeah, it's uh, it's a very nice piece of kit and I'm very, very happy to have it and uh, I'm gonna do some awesome shit with it when I get around to doing it. So uh yeah. That's that's uh, that's been a whole lot of hobby on my end, even though I've had probably about fifty percent of my normal hobby time, which I'm not going to complain about because uh, yeah, it's about ninety percent more hobby time than you've had, Freddie. So um, that's true. I'm not going to complain. Well, I, I, I want to hear about. Uh, oh, and then I have uh, you know, started toying with painting the Warhound, and then I. Oh, I've uh, already planned. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, just just for everybody to know, if they haven't heard it already. <laughs> Uh, Freddie has got me. Um, uh, it's, I'm paying back the, the the parts of my soul I've had to sell to him for for many for many things recently, including this evening. Uh, and I'm painting up uh, painting up finishing painting up a World Eaters Thunderhawk for him. And then I've got the uh, the Warhound Titan that I mentioned in the in the game against the Tyranids. It's a scratch build, and I am uh, going to be painting that up for him as well. And I happen to have like five billion pieces of scenery that seem to keep reproducing um, on their own, it's like lost socks and shit, they just keep keep reproducing when I look away um, so yeah all of that is also work in progress my friend and the, uh, I'm hoping to have the Thunderhawk done in a few weeks um, yep. with some weathering and uh, transfers the, and stuff the indestructible wagon of cool yeah, the, this is my boomstick look at what I can do to I, you I, I, yeah, I need to like write down you know, the six six uh, night kills and the fucking <laughs> Warhound Titan. I need to get some ring on that barrel. You do. You, either that, or we need to find some way of doing some little kill marking transfers or paintings on the side of it, just underneath the, on, like, uh, on one side near the, where the pilot would sit or something. You know, yeah. <laughs> just kill counter for him. Oh, that, oh, cool idea. Cool Remember idea. how they, like, they, they used to have, like, those German... Like the swastikas for like uh, kills. <clears throat> yeah, I could do that with uh, you know imperial eagles. That could work. That could be very <laughs> cool actually. Imperial eagle transfers. That would be awesome. And then maybe yeah, like cybernetica ones or legio titanic legio titanicus or whatever you can for the others. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet, man. It's cool. Either that, or we find the achieve. We we do something with the achievement unlocked logo for you and try and do something <laughs> with that seeing as you have that already don't you yeah so yeah that's that's the, all that's doable we can come up with something for sure we'll find a way um, but yeah so that, that's what Freddie is alluding to and that's what I'm working on at the moment as well so uh, which reminds me Chris mm-hmm. I need that airbrush yeah you can pry it from my cold dead hands no and just just don't <laughs> just be a good boy and send be a nice dude and send it down for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to have to pull I'm it from anybody because it's going to be covered. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. So yeah, then when I get there, I have all the uh, the paints uh, ready to go to uh, start attacking or painting up the uh, the warhound, which would be a lot of fun. I'll, I'll send it over when Freddy has relinquished the transfers. Yep. This is like some form of some Mexican standoff on this podcast now, isn't it? I know. Yep. Everyone owes someone something. And I owe everybody more than everybody else. So, yeah, that's how it it rolls. But, you know, we're one big happy family here on the Vrangian Heresy podcast, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, (laughs) you've talked quite a lot about the MKA course again. You want to give us an update? Yes, let's do that. Let's talk MKA. Um, Okay, first of all, 
officially the place the the booking has been closed um sad to say the powerful sweden didn't turn out to be as powerful as we'd hoped um for whatever reason we didn't make the the big number that we wanted uh, after some chats with the guys from uh, Matt and uh, Matt having a conversation with Andy and Henry, uh, we do have the course going ahead, which is awesome. And big power to the guys who are coming along and who made it happen, um, Mr. Freddie included, because you know he's literally making two thirds of it happen right now. Um, and um, you know we're, we're going ahead. There's going to be 19 of us. Uh, we're going. We are booked in at uh, my place of work, Farm Shack Barbecue, where we will have some fantastic times. There'll be gaming. There'll be lots more going on. Um, now, we have talked about making uh, the, making it possible for people to still book places. Um, if you are interested, please get in touch. We will talk about it. Um, we would like to have more people. We can we can midge a maximum of thirty after having a conversation with uh, with Matt. Um, but uh, let, let's talk about it. Let's let's try and get more people into this because you know it's it is still the event this year. This is you know they're only coming out of the out of the UK twice this year. They're going coming to us and they're going to Australia. We've got dudes flying in from the UK and from the US to come and take part in this course. Um, so if you're on the fence, bluntly, there are people from other countries who are pulling their finger out faster. And we could also put it like this. There's no guarantee they will ever come back from Australia. This is true. Well, they made it last time, but from what I heard, it was by the skin of their teeth and they might be being, being uh, chased by dingoes. But, um, yep. you know, we can't substantiate any of this. But uh, seriously, guys, the, the chance is still there. Come, reach out, get in touch, and we'll talk about it and see what we can get done. Um, but... Such love for the guys who have uh, done that. We're going to have such a good time. Um, we're going to have so much fun. If nothing else, the, apart from the fact that we're going to learn some awesome skills, we're going to have some gaming as well. We're going to have a day off of gaming in between. And um, uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have to work something out a bit fun and special for that, Freddy. Um, I think we're going to have to find a way of live streaming you and Matt having some sort of sh uh, showdown. And... Uh, you know the, tr the true power gamers of uh, the course are you calling Freddy a power gamer <coughs> oh mm, that's I'm not a power gamer I'm, I'm like a fluff gamer you've yeah, seen my, see? my lists they're definitely like there's nothing power gamer with having like you know all your elite slots with red butchers and uh, anvil you know claws <laughs> oh no <laughs> no that's legit or ang ang anger in a cribbus with yeah. Some medics and, and some dudes to take hits for him. Yeah, that's totally legit. Rooms. Yeah. Well, isn't that isn't that what they they uh, they started to call his uh, bodyguard after a while? Basically, the ablative wound unit. Hmm? Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, you know, there's no power gamers in this, Chris. I have no idea what you're on about. Um, but. Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're gonna have a whole lot of fun. So yeah, do reach out, do get in touch if you're still interested. We're not gonna say no, but we will have a conversation about making it happen. Um, but uh, Freddie, myself, and Chris have got a lot to do in looking forward to making that the best event we can. Uh, yeah, for and, sure. You know, we're gonna have a whole lot of fun doing that time. Again, good good food, good place to hang out, lots of cool games, and uh, yeah. That's awesome, and big up to uh, Matt and the MKA guys for 
making this happen for us. Um, again, you know, we've we've worked hard. The guys have done that. We've we've done our best to get everybody in, and they're still coming out to make it happen because they have a love for uh, love for the hobby and a, a love for uh, you know spreading their their skills and talents and making the community even better. Um, and trying to you know force feed Freddy and Army as well, but you know <laughs> that's that's a story for <laughs> a later day. Just give in, just give in them, buy it. You know we want to. Well, unfortunately, even even if I mentally would give in, the the funds aren't there. It doesn't really matter. Well, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens in the future. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. Anyway, um, yeah. So MKA is is a go. It's all go. Uh, the uh, the filthy first and only, um, as we we're we're affectionately known, um, are a go. And like I said, it's going to be a fun time. So uh, yeah, come on, get get involved. Keep still get involved. Reach out. Let's see what happens. Um, I can't think of anything else I need to say about that. Um, Unless Freddie, you want to add anything onto it, bud? Uh, not really. Like I can't wait. It's gonna be fucking amazing. I'm so psyched. It's gonna be seven shades of insane and crazy. It's gonna be so much yeah, fun. It's gonna be so so much fun. Um, so yeah, that's the MKA update. Um, yep. And like for every all the other updates, we'll probably do that in wrap up, like normal. As always, and there will be a, an, a there will be some uh, follow up uh, episodes as we build towards it. And I know we're going to get Matt back on, and uh, we've had a chat with a couple of guys. Uh, I think Tom from Gino is going to come on and have a chat with us about it as well because he's a big proponent of it, been there and done that. So yeah, lots of good stuff coming up. So yeah, I think we're we're, we're good in that respect. Um, what else have we got on the docket to start off with? Uh, we've done the hobby progress. Upcoming stuff. Is there anything absolutely urgent we need to let anybody know about? Because it is a, it is an important thing to do. Has anybody got any urgent updates they need to make as far as hobby is concerned? No. No, I I don't know. There's a deafening silence in here, so probably not. Uh, I think we'll take that as a no for now. I oh, know we'll, we'll we'll add it on to the events shoutouts. Worst, worst case scenario, we'll tack it on the end. It's a new part at the beginning, so we'll tack it on the end if we forget it now, because yeah. uh, that's how prepared we are right this second. Yeah, sadly, this uh, show will just turn the entire show format will just be an intro and an outro, and the outro is just <laughs> stuff we forgot in the intro. Yeah, well, we don't do redacted, redacted imperialis. We just fix it at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Did we even go through what's what's going to happen on today's episode? No, we haven't even got there yet. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So what's happening on today's episode? Well, we are uh, going to touch on some new stuff in a minute, and we're going to have a talk about that. And then our main section, we are ha- going to be joined by some guests from our, well, from the middle of Sweden, or south middle of Sweden, I don't know. You guys can do geography better than I can. Uh, from a place called Vekwa. It's, it's south of both me and Freddy, so... Well, okay, the elitists are saying it's south, because it's south of where they are, um, but uh, yeah, we're going to be talking to some uh, dudes from uh, Vekwa, which is uh, a town not too far north of where I am, and they've been building up, or starting to build up a 30k Horus Heresy scene up there, and they are starting off with a slow grow um, escalation kind of build up so we have invited them on to come and uh, have a chat with us about that so it's going to be our main segment and uh, yeah we're looking forward to having a chat with those guys uh, when they come on 
but let's just get out of the way. Let's talk about some new stuff. Chris, do you want to do you want to lead us off on this one? Because I know you like talking about new stuff. Yeah, and since I've promised to be a bit more positive this year. Good man. Yeah, yay, <laughs> golden stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, you never said genuine genuine positivity, did you? Sorry, I got no. confused for a second there. There's uh, the Custodes Palace Grab Attack, which is quite abruptly named, abruptly named, but it's what well, is basically a land speeder style, mm-hmm. combined with one of the. Pod racers from Star Wars Episode One. What are you talking about? This is looking so cool. I can't believe it. They're they're actually cool, but uh, it's interesting to see something else than just blocky shapes from the Imperial side, which is really nice. You mean smooth and sexy sides instead of the 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 blocky? Are are you are you body shaming the Imperial um, Imperial look here? They're still riveting everything. Rivet, rivets are cool, mate. No, rivets are stupid and kill the crew inside a tank. But well, there's difference between rivets and those uh, stud things that they're called. That depends on what what tank we're talking about. But the the grab attack is quite cool. It's sleek and. Uh, they're, it's smaller than the the attack, the, the basically tank. What was what was that one called that was released a while ago? Oh, did I, you expect me to know this stuff? Um, no, uh, the, no. the the Caladius Grav Tank. That one is what yeah. I mean. Well, there's one that's some semi-transporty thing, and there's one that's like a, just a single crew kind of. Yeah, and there's uh, there's the transport hasn't been released yet, so. Oh, but okay. Here I'm dreaming about my custodian transports. As long as they get the grav Spartans, I'm happy. Uh, spoiler alert. Well, yeah, then I should have mentioned grav rhinos because they've been in fluff longer than. No. <laughs> you mean spoilers, uh, Chris. Fly, flying uh, shampoo bubbles? No, actually, uh, the, uh, I mean the grab rhinos from the, the old artwork in Wishes of Paris and stuff like that. But what do you think about the uh, palace grab attack, you two? I think it's super sexy. It's like uh, everyone realized that the javelin uh, attack bikes, no, javelin land speeders and uh, jet bikes are super sexy. So they thought, like, ooh, let's take the sexiness of all of them, and what would happen if they had, like, children? And this is what the children looks like. It's basically a sports car. It is. It's a Porsche 911 for the 30k universe. Uh, and I demand them to be used for Empress children as well. Well, you could just uh, use them as land speeders. Yeah. Or they, they, they should get their own version. To get the spears, they should need the, the cool pimp mobiles to go with them. <laughs> they got the pimp canes, you mean? Yeah. So, Jody, your thought? Yeah. I actually really like it. Um, I, I mean, I like, I really like the the custody stuff that's coming out at the mm. moment. I love the uh, the. You can see the sort of semi parallels to the uh, the other imperial stuff in in some ways. Um, 
but uh, yeah, I, I I genuinely like it. Um, I do like that... the other thing that got released more though. Yeah, yeah, just... yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna say. I'm just gonna say that I'm 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 I'm, I'm trying to contain my squeeze live here. It's quite it's quite it's quite easy to see the similarities between the Astartes version and the Custer's version when you mentioned the contempt of Galatas Dreadnought. Oh yeah, Galatas. And yeah. I have seen something even better. Check my shorts. <sighs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, can't get much harder than this. The conversion of this one into Rylanor. Oh my Ooh, fucking that god! Looks so fucking good, and I have to do it. Yeah. I, I also get one of them, and I need to make it into Rylanor. That's it. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the version, the Galatas version that's released from Fort World it's not the only one because it will also have other weapons in the future like yeah. a guardian yeah. spear I thing. know like uh, an assault cannon and a fist with a heavy flamer yeah mm-hmm. and it will be purple I, I think it's beautiful I really do I mean I think it is it, it just... might also uh, sorry, sorry for interrupting you Yodi no you're not go ahead you're yes not. I am you're not it's supposed to be polite. Okay, fair enough then. You pretend. Um, I was going to say, it, it is just a... It's the one model that made me think... Has made me genuinely think, hmm, custodies. I could consider them as, as collecting some of them. Maybe no, you're not like making, a, making trader custodes. No, and I would actually play them as loyalists. Um, which feels a bit wrong, but... A pair, you know, a pair of these these dreadnoughts and a couple of custody squads, and do a zone, zone mortalis list. I could live I with can that. See, that's really <laughs> that, nice. that, that sounds like more like a two thousand point list, but yeah, okay. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I could. I'm just going off my, my my what I can think might might exist. Um, I don't know what their points are going to be like, but uh, yeah, I I could I could quite happily do that as a zone mortalis list and go. Yeah, that 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 looks cool. I like it. You know, I can live with that. So um, yeah, that 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 may happen. <laughs> that may actually happen at some point. Well, oh, shit. I've already pulled the trigger on this because uh, I have so many fucking custodies. I'm just waiting for a proper list before I start assembling them. Same with the Sister of Silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. I mean, the the can- like you mentioned earlier, the Canon S model would be superb with the Sisters of Silence. Um, yeah. Well, right now I don't even know any. HQ choices or anything. Or like no. for the custodies, the HQ choices is that weird squad. Like one of the squad becomes one automatically. So yeah. I know I'm 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 still waiting for the book. Which but the, ru- the rumors, uh, <laughs> the rumors from the last event says that it's uh, Valdor and uh, Kroll that are going to be the characters. Yeah. And Kroll is the leader of the Sister Silence and Anyone Wonders. Yeah, I'm looking for. I must. Well, have... I'm pretty sure there will be some sort of like a. You know, they like in all the books. Like, there's I think there's a short story when they do like the the was it like the god of the watch or whatever the one that's in charge, and they have like shifts. So there'll probably be like a random normal dude that's like is he in charge. There's, there usually is some sort of random uh, generic yeah. character to allow the, the narrative degree. I yeah. guess there have to be a lot of middle managers. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm, I'm again. I'm looking forward to seeing how they expand on those. Um, yeah, yeah. I like to see how much they expand them as well, and when are the traitors gonna get something similar? 
Because they're still they still got that. Uh, what do you call Agents of the War Master. Agents of the War Master. I mean, again, it's uh, for my thoughts is what are they going to use from the fluff to make that? Well, there will probably be uh, divinite priests. Lupercai. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, guess so. There will definitely be some sort of you know possessed people. There will be some you know spies, agents, like just normal stuff. I reckon probably some yeah. assassins. They uh, don't have to be just just parallel units. They can be something entirely different. Oh yeah, no, no I'm I'm just I'm just interested in what it will be. Um, you know what people what they're gonna focus on and say right this is what we're gonna make these units this is what they're going to be the uh, in air quotes equivalents in the fluff there's heaps of time when they rock up some sort of emissary of the war matter and he does stuff and that and I kind of picture them like the equivalent of uh, Grey Knights not Grey Knights what are they called no Um, Knight Errant Knight Errant Knight Errants but the opposite yeah I would like to see them do the proper um, Knights then Beige knights? I don't. I don't know. Black Sworn knights. brothers? Should it be them? Something no, like they, that. No, yeah. they'll be like the you know the emissaries of the war master or some shit, and they rock up and they're like, oh, this planet is now you know part of the war master, yada yada yada, and they will have some weird special skills. And also, they definitely should be Devonite priests because that model was released once, once before. Mm-hmm. And they should be Devonite priests, and they, maybe some of them are like they should have some sort of psychic ability or some weird healing or you know, something. They are shamans after all, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. And then assassins. Yeah, assassins would be cool. I must admit. Yeah, and then um, uh, what the fuck? There's an, like another story when there's like um, what's that? That short story about the lies and shit when he basically lies and turns the whole planet. Ooh. Uh, so like, yeah, I know what you, what you mean. Yeah, it's really so good. It, yeah, so there'll be like those people that you know probably will have some effect on morale and and stuff. Yeah, your or, your horse like, whispers. Yeah, like uh, saboteurs of some sort. Hmm. And probably, probably what he will do, like if you remember the old Horus Heresy board game, you can turn units. So he, he, you hmm. should probably be able to turn like allied units or some sort of weird mix between the old Kaladas assassin rule, hmm. but you, that you can turn certain <laughs> units. That sounds pretty damn cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't turn it, it becomes sort of like the orcs in uh, Warhammer Fantasy, like they. The animosity. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like they can't decide, like they're not really sure what's going on, and they so they you end up just losing a turn or some shit, or you automatically steal initiative or something like that. That would be pretty cool, or uh, and then, penning and then or if, something even. Yeah, yeah, and then if he survives, obviously, like maybe they get like an extra victory point for that mission. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty damn cool. You've been thinking, you've been but, thinking about this a bit, haven't you? Well, just. Right now, that was just me brainstorming. <laughs> like, if I would have done something, that's probably what I would looked into. Because, like, the, the, most of the things for for all this stuff is, like, in all those short stories, the Shadow Wars or whatever they call. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's it. There is fluff there. It's just digging yeah. it, finding it, and seeing what can come of it. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure you can come up with heaps of different stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. Move, moving on. There was something to move on to. Uh, no, I would. I would very much uh, say that there. There's a whole lot of uh, cool stuff to come out, and I think. Chris, I, I know you're you're almost on a JP level of not wanting to talk about stuff if it doesn't already exist, but I, I think we need to acknowledge the artwork that dropped recently for a certain book that we've been waiting for a while for. Yep. Because yes, here comes Inferno. Um, Fuck yeah. <laughs> again, to, to point number two, check my shorts once more. I mean, you know, Hard for Heresy doesn't even it doesn't even cover it. It's just it's about fucking time. And it's also nice in the artwork that they gave uh, the Custodes pride of place and not the Space Wolves. Or to make some of the podcasters happy, the Vilka Fenrika. There's other podcasters yeah. who care about that stuff? Yeah. Okay. No, th- this is not Jake this time. Really? Yay. Yep. <laughs> also, with the. Oh, by the way, how's it living, how is it living rent free in that guy's head? <sighs> Good, huh? Yeah. 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 <sighs> yeah, but uh, it's it's quite odd w- with a book focusing on Thousand Suns and Space Wolves that it shows to highlight the custodes at the front of the book. Yeah, quite possibly. Uh, it's either that or the, it's at the front of the book because there's going to be naff all in there about them. There's going to be no rules, nothing, and it'll just be, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna be really interested in how they're gonna work around the fluff that the Warmaster changed the orders for the Space Wolves, especially when the custodes are there, because that's uh, one of the things I always wanted to figure out, like how how actually the who were in charge and what's going on, because normally you would think the custodes are always in charge, kind of. Not when they're seconded under someone's command. I was gonna say not when there's a Primarch involved. That would have been yeah, my call. They, not they, when, not they when can, there's a Primarch on board. Depend, depending on which uh, of the custodians it is, they actually can overrule a Primarch. Um, being the sons of the Emperor, so to speak. But you would think that the, the Emperor sort of had some briefing with the custodians before they left. Like, go and get my son. He's been a naughty boy. Yeah, but Change they, that into, go and kill my son. He's been a naughty boy. <laughs> but uh, they weren't lead on that mission. That's probably why. But someone would probably stop like, uh, wait a minute, shouldn't we just, like, weren't we supposed to rock up and say, oi, Magnus, jump in and let's go. Yeah, but what what could they do when the entire space, entire wolf fleet prepped for a, a rapid insertion and drop, dropped all their troops on the planet? Hmm. They can't really just go, no, don't do that. They basically just had to protect Russ in that scenario. Because hmm. I can't lose two right marks. No, I mean I, I see now on on something. I was thinking um, when you talk about it, I, I was just interested in whether it was sort of somebody or something playing with the um, literally just warping, no pun intended, warping the communication as it came in. Um, you know, literally just. Uh, Blind suddenly changing the message halfway through or on the way through, you know. Well, we'll see when the the book is released and we can read the new version of the fluff. But uh, the orders from Horus was to destroy them. 
Yeah. Or, yeah. It was to uh, to pull them apart. I mean, it's. I, I think it was. Uh, uh, which one book was it? Uh, Prospero Burns. I think uh, even if the order, it, it still shows the the um, compassion of of Russ. I think is a word of using it um, when he actually tries, still tries to talk Magnus down. If you remember when he's actually got the skull there. Uh, spoilers for anybody who's not listened to it uh, or read it. <laughs> Um, well, he actually tries to use the uh, the scald to communicate with with Magnus, and literally tries to talk him down from where he is. Um, you know, the footing he's on. It's too bad we can't really talk about uh, what Magnus actually, uh, what the repercussions of what Magnus did. Yeah. Without spoiling part of some books, several won't books. <laughs> yeah, mm. several quite recently released books as well. Yeah, yeah. But it's um, I mean, just just thinking about that, just it, it sort of shows that no matter what what I like basically is no matter what the um, what the actual uh, uh, orders were, there was still you still got the feeling that from Russ there was a degree of please let's not go this route again, let's show some compassion and try and pull it back. You know, that depends on which side you look on it from. True, but because destroying an entire planet, killing everyone on it, is uh, not really correct. <coughs> Magnus sent his fleet away, sent almost his entire legion away from the planet. Yeah, but he gave him a last chance. He said, you know, said that's compassion, and then you know, unfortunately, no. it was. Um, rather upsetting because at the end of the day we um, we, we lost a valued um, a valued member of the uh, of the Primarchs and you know they, they sh- he would have been much better if he just you know manned up and come to the Warmaster's side at the beginning <laughs> the thing with uh, distorting the orders was to try to get the wolves on the Warmaster's side though maybe but um, you know. it, w- it was Either the sons or the wolves, depending on who came out kicking kicking alive. Well, can't win them all. That's all I'm going to say. Can't win them all. Um, <laughs> well, so, the yes. wolf was kind of like a long shot anyway. Yeah, no, I, I would say that for sure. Um, but other than that, yes, Inferno is coming out. It's coming out in very soon. That's what we need to talk about. See, Chris, you talked about this to me earlier and we forgot all about it. The weekender schedule the information that's up yep. there yep. talk say? <laughs> why do I Focus. always have to do this because you're the organized Focus. one yeah that's true uh, horse the weekender schedule is up and uh, there's quite a lot of interesting events that would be would have been nice to attend but none of us are Sadly, not this time. They got the usual, the new model seminar, and the presentation of the next book, which is Angelus. So we can only speculate on that one. Is about white scars. Yeah, I was probably gonna, not. See, I was thinking scars. I was going to go with scars. Yep. Yeah, probably. But it's uh, really nice to see that they have actually. There is quite a lot of stuff coming out, and that's really nice to see. We can't really speculate too much, but we really, really want to uh, have the time just go that little bit quicker, so we can actually see what happens. 
just you know please whoever it is speed the clock up so we can actually find out what's going on yeah so uh, like the talents of the emperor seminar it's the most powerful and mysterious where is the aliens of the throne of terror the lady custodians the sisters of silence and the order sinister Ooh, order sinister more new toys and then I have, and then I have the Primark seminar and the Angelus seminar and then I got the presentation of Adeptus Titanicus. Oh yeah. Mm. They really should have. Re- they could almost have val- validated a re- rename, rename that game. Yeah. For if since it's set in the Horus Heresy, but it makes sense. It is a subtitled Horus Heresy. Yeah, and there are a couple of pictures making the rounds on the, the yep. box. I've seen one myself. I think it was yourself who put it up earlier, Chris. Um, it's just awesome. I cannot wait for that thing to drop. It is. Seriously, one of the few things I'd like to spend some uh, some hobby money on that isn't directly 28 mil scale heresy, because it looks the business. Well, it's the it's the reason we all we we all did play it, play the original games and an epic. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And the the same with uh, Warhammer Fantasy when you played when played Warmaster, just have that larger scale. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's some there is something about being able to literally stride titans across the uh, across the uh, gaming service, not having had to shell out thousands of crown, uh, thousands of crowns to actually be able to do that. Um, but you know, it is it, it's just going to be all shades of awesome. I cannot wait. Um, yeah, seriously, it, it's going to take my money whether I like it or not, and honestly, I'm going to like it, so there's <laughs> not much more I can say about that. Um, yeah, another game to throw away some money at. Yeah, yep. pretty much, pretty much. But Take all my money now. Yep, it's not even worse re- reposting the meme, it's just, just better just go, right, here's my checkbook, just just kiss it gently, <laughs> you know, slide it through gently. It's not, not just like, I, I leave my credit card in the bar, just keep them coming. <laughs> No, well, I leave a credit card. I leave a credit card at the bar, and when it melts, then you know, tell me, <laughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, yeah. There's a whole lot coming. We've touched on some stuff. We talked about the bigger bits. We'll talk more in the future about all the other cool stuff that's coming. But other than that, I think we've pretty much covered everything we need to cover for this episode. Um, for the uh, opening, at one, least. There's one more new part of the news. There's always the- one more. Yes. As I mentioned, there was another podcaster complaining that they shouldn't be called Space Wolves. And that's one half of the Rototerra podcast out of Northern England. Oh, yeah, we but, but we, we should mention Max, shouldn't we? We really should. Yeah, we, should, we could mention Phil as sure well. Sure <laughs> <laughs> Max and Phil, yeah, two two new brothers in arms, two new two new uh, 30k podcasters uh, coming out of the North thing, the Road to Terror. Look them up on iTunes, look them up on Facebook. They're very good dudes. Uh, Max is a fellow Fourth Legion player, so big up and love to to Max on that one. Um, you know, every, not everyone can be perfect, but it's always nice when somebody who is joins the uh, joins the fray. So yeah, uh, they had a really really positive review of Pollux on the, their first episode which was nice did they? no not really Bollocks yeah I was going to say <laughs> Captain Bollocks yes um, sorry I know you I know you love him Chris I know you love him we, we don't, we don't want to hurt your feelings on that he will be a perfect Sigismund 
Uh, can't Jake. even. Can't even. Um, yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to to end the end the intro there, and we, we're gonna come back after the after some uh, some classically chosen music with uh, our main segment where we talk to our friends from Vecqua and we talk about their slow grow. We'll probably touch on the general uh, slow grow campaign, starting things out, and possibly even a bit of chat about narrative gaming as well. We'll see what happens. But we'll see you right after this song.
and we're back and with us in the virtual studio is our guest for this evening and we are going to be talking all things campaign new starter slow build kind of voodoo hoodoo build up with mr daniel stenart how you doing dan hello just fine awesome thank you very much for joining us on the cast this evening and uh yeah we're, we're looking forward to this one this one's going to be fun because we're talking about new uh, a new scene growing here in uh, in Sweden up in uh, and I'm going to I'm going to try and pronounce this which means I'm going to get it wrong Vekwa uh, that's pretty good actually ha yes <laughs> for once I've heard all kinds <laughs> oh that's basically what, from, uh, what you're uh, saying is to, uh, yeah so what you're saying is it wasn't perfect but you've heard worse yeah, I'll take it. I will <laughs> very, take that Very home. diplomatic answer. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Thanks, Freddie. You did, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, right. Whatever. Yeah, break yeah. a guy's heart, why don't you? You know. That's right. That's what I'm here for. Ah, uh, well, yeah, that and that and other things, but we don't talk about the other things on air. Um, no, that's true. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we we we're talking to Daniel and. Let, let's sort of start at the beginning. I mean, how did how did this channel come about? I mean, you were uh, you reached out to us for a, a, a little bit of help, maybe, or just some extra eyes on something, didn't you? Yeah. Um, so we're up here um, in Vecco, and we've only just started off our uh, escalation campaign with a lot of uh, new uh, new players. Um, so we're running a escalation campaign that aims to get the scene up up and running uh, in our local club where we're um, hoping to get uh, 2,000 point armies finished and um, painted by the end of this year. Um, and uh, yeah, basically I kind of, I was sitting there writing up the fluff for the campaign um, and I figured that uh, since we're going to be running a few um, one day event uh, uh, days, <laughs> no. um, I figured uh, I might want to throw in some uh, uh, random events in our uh, um, storyline, and I'd only just been uh, asked by you to uh, pop in some payment for the uh, for the course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I figured, doesn't uh, Jody run that podcast? Oh, he kind of does, doesn't he? So I kind of re- reached out to you uh, uh, to ask if you were interested in um, popping some random events into our campaign. Uh, that's kind of where we started off, wasn't it? Yeah, that's that's right. And it was, uh, I must admit, I, I, I like the fact that somebody thinks I run this cast. It's hilarious that you know we just <laughs> shamble it together and somehow it works. But uh, yeah. no, it's in all seriousness. Yeah, that's how we started uh, started out a conversation, and you started talking to us, uh, talking to me uh, a bit more about what you're doing, and that's why we ended up here because uh, it sounds like you guys have got a real solid plan together, and you're having a lot of fun. So, do you want to give yeah. us sort of a bit, a bit more of a detailed overview about what you guys are doing and how you're doing it up there? Yeah, sure. So we're, I think we're, 14 players. Wow, like that. Yeah, it's a damn good uh, start. It, yeah, it just exploded out of nowhere. So most of us are, I think, disenfranchised fantasy players um, from the local scene. Never who, heard uh, that story before. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, not even once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I figured from listening to podcasts that this is kind of standard. So yeah, we've we've all been looking at uh, 40k and gone. Yeah, that's kind of a clusterfuck. Uh, not going there again. Uh, and well, uh, having listened to some of the 30k podcasts, you know, uh, the interest kind of sparked. And uh, one of the players suggested we'd run a um, escalation campaign. Uh, so right now we're doing. Um, 
accepts by 550 points. Um, first leg is from 1st of January to 31st of March, 500 points. Minimum one troop, minimum one HQ. Other than that, it's pretty free. And um, it's all, yeah, story-driven. Um, uh, don't know... What else to say, really? Um, well, how about how about to give it? Give us the, the the important thing. I mean, I think what has to be one of the most important things in any sort of new scene. How many traitor players have you got? Six. Six out of thirteen. Yeah. yeah that's pretty even. That's not bad. Well, that's not bad. <clears throat> I, I thought you said like the most important thing that we want to know is obviously the background, the fluff. No, I want to know how many traitors oh, yeah. are playing, first of all. The background of Fluff is obviously, <laughs> obviously exceedingly important, but I want well, to know how many more recruits on. there are for the Warmaster. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Freddy, well, get yeah. it right. All right, well, yeah. Just I'm cause... still, because I'm, I'm a massive Fluff writer. I want to know, like, the background, because... I suck that shit up as a sponge. Well, then, 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 hang on. Get ready to suck. It's your uh, get your uh, uh, get your default <coughs> settings on. Um, All right, garden hose. <sighs> garden hose. Limber it up. Um, so, what's the sort of spread you've got there, uh, traitor, uh, with the the sort of um, armies? That's something that interests me when we start talking about fluff and things. What sort of who's playing what sort of uh, what legions? Uh, we've got fairly good spread, really. Uh, yeah. The only actual army that's got a um, got two players is the Alpha Legion. Oh, uh, why wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're hoping. I guess one to, is loyalist uh, and one is traitor, but you don't uh, really know well, which one. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Those two have been, uh, you know, they've been um, talking with one another and putting up their own plot uh, in between. So I guess we might be seeing them taking sides. Kind of like uh, how they how they want to along the along the story, doing as long as, as long as they're not standing, as long yeah. as they're not both standing in the corner going I am Alfaris, you might they might get stuff done. Yeah, <laughs> or just fuck stuff up for everyone else. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so anyway, um, other than that, yeah, we've got uh, Sons of Horus, Th- Thousand Sons, uh, Night Lords, Imperial Fists. Uh, Vostroyan mm-hmm. Firstborn, also known as uh, Militia. Oh, nice. Yeah. Iron Warriors, Iron Hands, Space Wolves, Raven Bard, uh, Oedipus Custodes, and Emperor's Children. Nice. Very nice. So, uh, which which is your boys? Uh, I is like how you saved the best for last there. Well, the Emperor's yeah. Children. K- Kodos. Kodos. <laughs> yeah. That's also me. Ah, <laughs> okay. So we got Third Legion there. Yeah. Nice. The Emperor's Kindergarten. Kindergarten. What are you talking about? It's a dream team, mate. It's like they took all the other Space Marines and they assembled like a dream team legion. Yeah. And look Get what happened the to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And look what happened to them. You just can't take them anyway, can you? What do you mean? They're even better now. Yeah. Uh, true. Uh, okay. I shouldn't really complain. Uh, soon <laughs> soon cool. to be flesh smithed to perfection. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and they enjoy looks. music, you know. Yeah. They're artistic. Yeah. And piercings. Uh, <laughs> piercings, Lep- mutations, yeah. you know. Leopard skin uh, loincloths. Yeah. Sounds, 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 like sounds like a decent BDSM party, to be fair. But, yeah. you know. Or like any night at my place. But, yeah. That too. Either, yeah. either or. 
Yeah, it's like one night at Bernie's, but you know, it's uh, or a weekend at Bernie's, but you just don't talk about it afterwards because the flashbacks. One night at Bergies. Yeah, one night, exactly. What one night at Bergies? You weren't there, man. You just weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty cool. So what you so you said you got what what was it one one HQ one troop as a basic? Yeah. And uh, how are people sort of starting off with that? I mean, is there, is everybody sort of ploughing into uh, boxes, or are they picking straight out from Forge World? Is it sort of uh, is there a sort of a general consensus how you've sort of gone about it, or? Well, uh, since this is an escalation campaign, we've had to do a bit of rule bending uh, when it comes to army construction, because all of these armies that we're painting, they're they're just small parts of uh, of a larger force. Yeah. And a lot of us will be running rights of war. So uh, we've got the rule that says if you want to play a right of war on the small point scale, uh, you'll have to take a delegatus. Mm -hmm. hmm? Um, so a lot of people are running delegatus uh, just to access their legion specific rules. Um, basically, taking a later HQ, um, the same model, and playing it as a, as a centurion. Uh, but he gets promoted on the way, you know. Yeah, exactly. The more face you smash, the more uh, the more promotions the more in the you, field you get. Right. Yeah. Well, Level when up. we when we ran ours, uh, they kind of everyone started as a delegatus, but then people started writing stories about their army. Yeah. And then uh, they worked their way up the ranks to become like praetors, and then even like you know, full-on uh, captains, like chapter captains and stuff. So yeah. Cool. Anyway. Um, Due, due to this also, you know, the, the dynamic you get when you uh, paint a small part of a larger force, uh, a lot of the armies are also fairly diverse. Um, I know two guys played, they were kind of uh, trying to hash out their um, their lists, so they played Iron Hands on Night Lords, and <laughs> the Iron Hand player brought a fully kitted Derodeo <laughs> to the field. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Kind of made a mess of the poor uh, Night Lord, but yeah, the, the aim isn't to um, to play a competitive kind of campaign. At least not on these small point scale. It's just just to play games, have a bit of fun, and uh, get stuff painted. Sounds awesome. Yeah, oh, and sounds I know awesome. someone's bringing a uh, Land Raider as well. <laughs> point list. Yeah. Holy shit. It's I like Freddy got... slipping a casual Spartan into a 1500 point game or whatever it was. Uh, still complaining. I'm not. I'm not. Chris is, but I'm not. Yeah. I thought it was genius. It doesn't matter. He got fucking immobilized on the first turn, driving on a turnip. <laughs> oh, that's, just, that's just galactic karma, unfortunately. That's, that's what yeah. happens there. Future weaponized the. Uh... <laughs> weaponized vegetables. Yeah. Just you know, what else can you say but weaponized vegetables? Mm. <laughs> of course, of course, a fucking Swede will, you know, be a Swede that sabotage. <laughs> a Swede had a Swede to sabotage my spot. Yeah, Baldrick would be proud, but that's a that's a blackadder joke, so I, I won't throw that one out too far. Um, but uh, no, that sounds pretty cool, man. I mean, it, it's nice to see that people are having a bit of fun with it and trying some. To be fair, crazy shit in in a <laughs> five hundred point list. I mean, yeah. Christ! <laughs> I, I swear, if somebody brought a land raider, I'd probably look at it and go, "Really?" <laughs> but you know, they're going all yeah, out well, for it. That sounds so cool. 
Yeah, well, you know, to be fair, the, the amount of melter bombs present on the sergeants kind of went up when that <laughs> list sh- showed up. He's <laughs> like, bring out the melter bombs. Why? Have you seen what's on the other side of the field? Yeah, more or less. So where you try and work in a delegatus, uh, you know, and a ten uh, ten man heavy support team somehow, and then have like a basic troop selection somewhere. Um, yeah, or or just the delegatus and assault marines with multi bombs. <laughs> that that do it. Bitch. <laughs> it's just gonna punk your face. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I can appreciate the uh, the meta the meta shift pretty quickly on that one. Yeah. <laughs> So that sounds a whole lot of fun. What about? Um, yeah, I think I think as Freddie says, to be honest with you, as much fun as it is to talk about um, you know army splits and who's playing what, it's it is always the fluff that sort of drives narrative no matter what, and it is a key thing. So yeah. can you give us a, a sort of a rundown on your fluff? Tell us the story about what you're doing, where you're doing it, in your where's your your little part of the galaxy basically. Uh, right. So. The, the whole campaign takes place in a system called uh, Lacum Eternibus, which is uh, Road Lake. Uh, ten points if you can figure that one out. Um, <laughs> which is uh, a kind of offshoot uh, planetary system from the, the road to Terra, so to speak. Um, and uh, somewhere on Terra, they discover a uh, data file that suggests that there might be some kind of ancient artifact in this system um, from pre-heresy era that might come of handy to the Emperor in his uh, war in the webway. So a team of custodians are dispatched uh, towards the system um, to try and retrieve it kind of covertly. But uh, Alpha Legion uh, intelligence uh, kind of pick up on this and uh, send a scrambled message to the to the Warmaster that, hey, something's going on over there. Um, this is kind of an adaptation to fit, you know, the story uh, where we have ramping up forces um, with a lot of spread between what legions people play. So the, the idea is that the uh, the warmaster dispatches scouting fleets uh, throughout the entire sector, basically, you know, uh, dropping down in different solar systems, uh, trying to uh, pick up on where these uh, custodians were headed. Um, while a larger contingent splits from his main main force and you know just heads in the general direction while while the scout, scouting fleets try to pinpoint uh, the exact location. Meanwhile, um, one of these battered imperial fleets that have been shadowing the main force notice the uh, the larger force uh, detaching itself and um, kind of he- head off in uh, in pursuit, kind of at a distance. And this is kind of, you know, to enable the the whole idea that uh, small forces land on on uh, planets throughout the system uh, and start kind of skirmish battles with one another. And the system itself, the the story for the system is that uh, it's one of these rather late discoveries uh, during the um, the Great Crusade, uh, and prior to uh, rediscovery it was um, ravaged by civil war it basically split into three um, three sub factions um, where I've only actually named two of them they are the confederation uh, the brotherhood 
choosing the two most popular names for <laughs> factions mm. sci-fi lore, I guess. <laughs> if, it, if it works, don't you know? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, exactly. And then there's basically a third faction that got kicked out to some dust buckets, planets. <laughs> uh, the to-be-named anyway, faction. Yeah, so these uh, these factions um, more or less battled it out for a couple of hundreds, hundred of years and just uh, just wore one another down um, to the point where they uh, lost the ability to um, conduct repairs and uh, replenish their fleets. So they basically just uh, resorted to um, a si- situation of stalemate where they uh, locked down their own planets and let the others, well, do whatever they wanted. Uh, and the two main factions which come back to haunt uh, the story later on, the uh, Confederation and the um, the Brotherhood, were rather different uh, in their uh, makeup. So the Confederation were one of these um, organizations laden with bureaucracy, a lot of intrigue internally, while the Brotherhood turned toward... Um, Basically, proto-Slanish worship. Mm. <laughs> so they s- they start. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so it's just Freddy's reaction. <laughs> <laughs> so they start with uh, a bit of you know basic gene crafting. They start um, idling uh, or create god god idols of perfection and you know the whole shebang. And basically, when when the Imperium arrived during the Great Crusade, they just Dismantled the whole system due to their um, their rigid defensive structure. They just isolate one planet, conquer it. Isolate one planet, conquer it. And you know the the, conf- the Confederacy was fairly easily conquered, and there was weren't any larger problems with uh, inducting them into you know imperial rule. While the Brotherhood proved a much harder task with uh, planet-wide rebellions and uprisings. Uh, which was quelled first with the intervention of uh, the the Iron Hands, who who were put as uh, garrison forces for a couple of centuries, just you know beating down rebellion after rebellion until they uh, cooled. So when the um, when the whole campaign starts off um, with the uh, War Masters Rebellion. The Alpha Legion had started to uh, utilize this uh, latent kind of uh, friction between the Brotherhood, or previously Brotherhood controlled planets and the Imperium, and have started to kick up riots again, which has basically thrown the uh, the entire system into a semi-state of uh, civil war once more, where um, previously Confederation uh, planets are... Uh, Shipping in landing uh, landing troops to you know re- rebellious planets to try as best they can to quench the uprisings, and it's at this state where um, where these uh, scouting fleets arrive. Cool. So that's that's a basic plan for the um, the story, and uh, hopefully uh, it will kind of progress from there with. Increasing amounts of fleets arriving, uh, the custodians tur- turning up to find the try and locate clues to where this artifact might be, and yeah, but basically running a uh, system-wide uh, campaign over the entire year. 
That sounds awesome. I love that. I love the sound. I love the thought you put into the uh, the whole background, rather than just Imperials show up and stuff happens. There's a, yep. <laughs> a whole story there. I mean, Freddie, Freddie, you're the fluff doctor. You're the fluff doctor. Well, so, I, mean, I know, uh, but you know, all the stories always summarize with uh, you know, dudes show up and stuff happens. <laughs> You know what I mean, you pedantic bugger. Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, no, I, I love that shit. Have you, have you done up maps and stuff, like, to keep track of who's where and what's going on? And Well, not yet. Um, right now, it's, uh, you know, we've only just started. I've got some basic ideas. Uh, I've got a, <laughs> borrowed a picture from the internet with uh, a solar system. Uh, it's the way to do it, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, I think we'll have a little talk this weekend, kind of hash things out further. Uh, yeah. But right now it's just basically scouting, um, scouting parties. So I haven't put too much work into cities or local maps and stuff like that. Right now we're just getting a feel of the game and getting some painting done. That's yeah. cool, man. So how did how did the the sort of how's the first month gone with everybody doing like the painting and everything? Has everybody hit their hit their goals and managed to deliver and do all that sort of jazz? Or any big any big challenges for anyone? Or well, not yet. Um, <laughs> we're starting, we're starting, <laughs> uh, in regards to the last point, uh, we're, we're starting to see a lot of well glued. Miniatures, at least. I mean, the first the first stage ends at uh, March thirty first, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know um, one of the guys finished his first five man squad, uh, Raven Guard, yesterday. I think. Awesome. And I've got um, ten ten Baltimore Marines waiting for um, me to uh, finish off their uh, shoulder pads, glue them, glue them to bases. That's basically. All that's left for them. Um, some guys are wait, waiting for stuff from Forge World to drop in. Yeah, you know. Oh, we we understand that pain. That happens. Yeah. <laughs> that happens. I only I actually got my uh, one set of Rhino today. <laughs> Wonder what that's for. <laughs> <laughs> who 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 would know? Who would know what yeah. that could be for? Got no idea. Just dropped in. So yeah. Um, I think we're coming along pretty nicely. Um, we haven't had any big, you know, get-together, um, play a lot of games yet, but a few, or, few of us are aiming for this Saturday. Oh, nice. Mm. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, so are you using, like, any of the, the rules from Conquest with, like, character progression, or... Like, no, uh, not, not a... Uh, not right now, not at this stage. Uh, as I say, we're, we're just basically trying to get a feel for for the game. And you know, a lot of us haven't played. I mean, I played 40k six years ago, I think, something like that. I've played a few uh, pickup games since, but uh, a lot of it is new. Like, how do challenges work in 40k, and why do wounds bleed over on the squad? <laughs> That's not that bad. <laughs> We've been playing that for years, man, and we're still trying to work that shit out. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're um, at least the games I've played uh, we've tried kind of a mesh between Kill Team and uh, Victory's Vengeance I guess Yeah. Yep. where we play because well due to the small point scale and uh, the units people bring you do, generally don't get more than 
one HQ, one squad, and um, one special, I guess. Either a tank or a dreadnought, or in my land, case, a land uh, raider or <laughs> yeah, a land raider or yeah, or Thirdeo. yeah, exactly. Well, or in your, or your case, <laughs> in my case, uh, Palatine blades with uh, jump packs and uh, some tasty bombs. <laughs> nice for uh, for special yeah. vehicle duty. <laughs> uh, do you want Melta with that or? Yeah. <laughs> Burning carcass, please. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I kind of recognized it as well. Like, we started up with uh, Victory's Vengeance, but with a bit of twerks, and we kind of... Well, the first thing we did is uh, we, we created, like... Uh, I don't know if you... You probably read through Victory's and his Vengeance, but you need to have, like, some sort of that AC or commander. Yeah. And we kind of started out by, by writing the fluff of him and, like, what, who is he in charge of? Why is he there? And then the story kind of... Everyone started writing their own stories uh, based around... Uh, that's how the whole Lincoln system for for my Lincoln event actually started, just by starting this whole narrative campaign. So I wrote up the whole system, got, you know, those planetary maps and stuff that are, that are OS30K, and everyone sort of logged their armies on there and then because it keeps statistics who you play and wins and losses and draws yeah. that's pretty easy mm. and then you so you got your the people you, you could keep track on the ones that you you kind of hated and you wrote it into the story like you let <laughs> do it again and fucking yeah and after that we went over to a little bit of uh, Soul Metalis and then we went over to you know the raiding missions in uh, Conquest as well because mm. that works really well for like around a thousand, one thousand five hundred points, I find. Mm. And it's kind of fun. And we did sort of ratings around different planets and stuff, and kept the story going. So it was pretty funny. I missed those. I need to run another one. <laughs> well, you you are going to be painting some new uh, some new dudes up for uh, for the MKA course. You maybe should start off uh, around that time. You know. Yeah, probably. Build a new. Build a new army from there, Freddy. You know, yeah. just a thought, just a suggestion. <laughs> you know. Well, I'm going to uh, play heaps of those Shadow War missions for Lincoln, and then uh, I was actually thinking about using using another one of those escalation campaigns used to playtest all the narrative uh, Sadem missions I'll have for Scandus. That sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. Have you, I mean, uh, Daniel, have you guys thought about? Um, Sort of having a go with uh, Zone Mortalis as well. Is that something that you guys are going to have a play with at some point? Do you think? Yeah, I think so. Um, that's one of the few <laughs> game systems, I guess you could say, that I've actually played in 40k with my Deathcore. Um, so yeah, I've I've always liked the the Zone Mortalis, and one of the guys on the uh, local gaming club built a um, Zone Mortalis table. Uh, out of um, polystyrene. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. Which looks real nice. So, um, we've got the train. The, probably when we advance a bit uh, in points, we'll come to that because, as I, as I was coming to, um, where we've got this few units, um, the tactical depth becomes really shallow. Yeah, that so, was uh, uh, very, very clever. He said to me there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that yeah. was very diplomatic. <laughs> no, I was going to go with. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, 
instead of playing single mint I guess what, around 750 or 1,000 points will be. And so Mortalis. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, due to the uh, the small amount of uh, units, I think we'll we'll be looking into some Mortalis once we uh, go past 500 points. Uh, you know, just to get the most out of it. Yeah, yeah well, that's understandable. I mean, so so Mortalis is a very cool. Um, is a very cool thing to do. It's a it's a whole lot of fun, but there is something about it where you you kind of need to have the um, have a, a decent number of models to make it feel um, a little less like playing like uh, playing aliens and crawling through the uh, air ducts before you actually go. Ah, surprise! Bang! Everybody's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, five hundred points kind of works. It's just um, I think uh, seven hundred fifty is where you start hitting like the sweet spot. And I, I, I don't mind using um, a couple of the rules from Somatalis either. I mean, the whole thought is to um, you know, both progress our armies and play a few cool scenarios along the road. So th- there's nothing prohibiting us from uh, just now matching a few uh, rules from Somatalis, playing in a, I don't know, abandoned space hulk and uh, just using kind of mixed up kill team rules. No. No, that that's well, all. All sounds quite legit and easy to play. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we started out first with using those uh, space hulk t- tiles before I got. Um, I don't know if you've seen them, uh, <clears throat> but I have these uh, kind of research thingy from Spartan Seedix, where you can kind of build your own interior space station, and uh, we used them afterwards. And when we played like uh, <clears throat> we. Played like a, a little different version of uh, Stone Metallus. We, we did you could split up units into like a three man squads. Yeah. And then it became like heaps more cool when you played 500 points. Yeah, that's basically what we're uh, looking into. That's pretty cool, man. That's gonna that that does sound like a lot of fun. And uh, just a quick question: What's the name of that? Yeah, they've had like a Kickstarter recently with Paper Terrain, uh, kind of. Sci-fi interior style. Do you know what I mean? Uh, uh, I don't know. I know that. Uh, well, the same guy that does the dog tags does the. Well, you have them, don't you? My summer. I have your paper. Yeah, it's basically uh, a high-quality printout on uh, heavy-grade paper, um, Zomortalis walls, and I think it's like I can't remember how much it is for a set. But um, they're really well worth it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm yeah. sort of put, well, the, the flat out and back them. It was the fucking shipping. So if you only get one, you get raped. But if you if you want to buy a couple of tables, then you'll be all right. Yeah. So what, what was this? Tagged events. Is the Tagged uh, yeah? Shout out to uh, Andy Hollis and the boys down there for uh, the good work that they do. And uh, yeah, they're also where you can get the. Uh, the event-specific or campaign-specific dog tags that we talked about before we came on the air. Um, yeah. And I know he's doing uh, custom transfers as well. Hmm. Cool. Ooh, shiny custom transfers. That sounds like that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it all ties together with that OS 30k page. So you get campaign ribbons and campaign markings for your units. That takes part in a you know, one of those OS 30k campaigns. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. 
That's very cool. That is very cool, actually. And uh, we, we've talked about doing uh, doing our own version of that with uh, with stickers and stuff as well. So yeah, that should be a lot of fun when we get that up and running. So uh, yeah, Z- ZM is ZM is on the on the cards at some point then, which sounds a lot of fun. Uh, on a on a sort of a, a personal note, I mean, how have you found? I mean, I'm, I'm gathering is it a solo organising job here, or are you doing it with a group of mates organising it between you? How's the how's the organisation going? How have you got it set up? Um, well, um, the the guy who kicked it off uh, is actually uh, Frederick in our group. Um, <laughs> Something about the name I, of Freddy and of, you know. Yeah, I kind of wrestled it away from him, but <laughs> <laughs> just being active. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've, um, I guess I've taken kind of the lead when it comes to story and stuff, but. Um, the whole driving of the campaign forward is uh, probably going to be um, most of us, you know, just talking, having a beer, having a chat, uh, hammering out how we want to progress, and you know, taking it from there. Yeah. Sounds awesome. And so that's a, that, I think that's one of the best ways of is either you've got to go for the uh, the sort of totalitarian GM. Not looking yeah. in anybody's direction, Freddie. Um, or you've got to have the the sort of general group consensus about what's what's doing, who who or what is doing what, and how it's going to work, so that everybody like wholly buys into it and makes it theirs. So that that sounds that does sound genuinely very very cool. Uh, no, it's good, but like once uh, what I found like when I was running it is that once people start getting invested into it everything becomes so much easier because everyone's kind of, you know, they're writing up their own fluff and then you can basically just see what they've written and then do like kind of a summary on, on the different planets. Thanks for Lincoln. Like I did for Lincoln, I just did like a little summary. It's like perfect. Mm. Yeah. So it makes the story, because everyone's adding to the story, so all you have to do is like take out the best snippets and then just, you know, and that will keep the story moving forward. Yeah, that's my uh, my hope for this campaign as well. Um, the only thing is, I'm not really sure if everyone's uh, as eager to invest into uh, reading all the books and <laughs> writing up all the story. But I'm I'm trying to promote uh, a bit of background, a bit of you know playing scenarios with specific um, storylines and stuff like that. Uh, but I guess it will it will come once people get uh, get all steep I guess yeah well what you can do um, uh, a thing that I did was that uh, those characters that we created I kind of gave them like for every mission they had like a, a kind of their own little secret mission that they were doing and it kind of kind of made them in someone had to you know kill someone in close combat or whatnot. Mm. And, and that gave them you know, experience points on the conquest table thingy. Yeah, because cool. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't use the conquest uh, progression uh, experience points straight up. I just made it like they had little sub quests, and that kind of made them. You know, that's how they got their experience points to eventually get to roll. You know, uh, progression. Yeah, cool. That's a diff- very much a different way of doing it, Freddie. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. Okay, well. Everything has had to do to manipulate people to get invested in their miniatures. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's all about dragging more people into 30k. Exactly. It all, that's what it's all about. It's all we do. It's all about dragging them in. Dragging them in until they can't get out. <laughs> and then one of us. <laughs> the, the first hit is always free. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's the best way forward. Well, for yeah. us anyway. <laughs> Heretical but, pit of despair. <laughs> Yep, or Sweden 30k as we like to call it, because um, hashtag powerful Sweden as we have been as we have been dubbed, and I say we as a collective is you know I'm an Englishman but hell it's all part of the same scene isn't it, um, which is where the fun lies. Hang on, have I found some extra bits? Sorry for those who are wondering why I'm slightly distracted. I do apologise. I am wholly and utterly professional. I just happen to be building a Mark One Rhino while uh, while we're having this fantastic interview. Just do a little bit of a segue there. So if there are hobby noises, sorry, but uh, my Iron Warriors need need their transports. Damn it! <laughs> the other guys are getting reinforcements, and they're getting stuck behind their own lines. So uh, yeah, I, I is building stuff right now. They just have to walk forward, World War One style. Yeah, true. I try, actually, I tried that in the Tyranid game I talked about earlier. It's actually quite successful, uh, mainly because they were, too, they were too frightened to do anything against me and went after the Nurgle Marines, but, you know, it looked good. <laughs> it looked good. So, you know, two blocks no of 15 men just shambling together. forward. But, uh, you know, Mark 1 Rhinos, I mean, it's where it's at, man. Uh, sure my, is. That's what that's I have my, for my Raven Guard, anyway. Ah, that's very cool. So, Dan, what, when... I mean, you've got, you've, as you said, you're, you're going to be doing the slow grow. That's what it's all about. You're sort of adding, adding 500 points every sort of segment, um, yeah, and that sounds like you're doing going on like a quarterly segment, sort of every quarter. Uh, it's actually, um, I just flipped it away, but it's uh, it's not quarters. It's um, so the the first one ends in 31st of March, uh-huh. and that's 500 points, and then that's Next step will be 250 points, uh, followed by another 250 points, which ends uh, in July, I think. So we've got a few smaller uh, jumps as well. Um, here we go. Uh, 31st of March, 500 points. Yep. 15th of May, 250 points. 15th of July, uh, we're up in uh, 1,000 points. Uh, by the end of September, we're up in uh, 1,500 and at the close of the year, 2,000 points. Nice. So what's, I mean, without giving too much away maybe, or maybe it hasn't even sort of crossed your mind, on, on for your own army, for the, the Glorious Third, have you sort of thought about the progression you want to take or are you going to see how they they sort of pan out, how they play, or what do you think? Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I think a lot of us are going for the uh, the Legion-specific raids war, uh, as am I. Um, so I'm. M- my first thought was um, for the uh, Cacophony, the uh, Third Company Elite. Yeah. Nice. Um, but I kind of tabled tabled them for now, um, and went for the Maroscar instead. Um, so I'm kind of. I love the Maroscar. Yeah, I'm <laughs> kind of looking. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking at uh, an army which is um, um, which would be Fulgrim with a few um, Phoenix Guard uh, Terminator guys in a Spartan, um, along with Eidolon in uh, a uh, Dreadclaw with a couple of Palatine Blades, um, 
two 50-man tech squads, um, a Sikoran Venator, and a, uh, I believe I've got one of the um, uh, last of indicators and a uh, Sikoran battle tank, but that puts me at 3,000 points. Oh, you've, only, you've, only got, you've yeah. only got until sort of Scandus to get that painted up. You could do that. Oh, yeah, well, <coughs> well, you need 500 points more, but that's easy. That's a knight. Yeah. I mean, let's be fair. <laughs> Just shoehorn some, some more marines in there. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can fit. That, that's an easy build. Not that, not that I'm trying to drag you along to Scandus or anything, but, you know, Scandus. Because <laughs> that would be cool. But, We've uh, actually got a few guys who are... Um, Used to have a lot of guys who uh, played uh, in a lot of 40k events. Who are uh, a lot of them have turned to drop zone commander. Yeah, uh-huh. you, you know it. They um, yeah. they run a lot of tournaments. Uh, Ege, I don't know. If that's a familiar name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, well so, they're even gonna run like a tournament at Tumbacon, I saw. Yeah, I think so. They pop up uh, everywhere. So anyway, a lot of these guys are um, kind of looking into um, events and other games as well. Um, so we've had a, had a few talks about heading out um, to Malmo and other places. Oh yeah, you need to you need to come down to Malmo and hang out and play some games. Yeah, yeah a lot of us some... are quite disenfranchised with the whole you know tournament concept. Uh, at least for me, uh, the reason I stopped playing. Tournaments was the whole, you know, win at all cost uh, thing, and I think the, the, you know, the idea of uh, loyalists versus traders and having an, an event instead of a tournament kind of appeals to a lot of us. Yeah, I can I can fully appreciate that. I think uh, I think Freddie and I can both agree that that's kind of mm-hmm. one of the best things about the uh, about 30k is that sort of attitude. Um, I mean, we I, I personally, you know. Big props to big shout out to the guys down here in Malmo who are doing uh, doing the events, the Oscars, Oscar and Oscar. Um, they do really good stuff down here. Um, Avarii is just getting bigger and bigger and better. Um, and actually, I'm the next uh, next instalment is coming up in a few weeks' time, which I'm very much looking forward to. That should be a whole lot of fun. Um, mm. But if you can if you can make it down, come come on down and visit for the day and. Uh, I think you'll have a lot of fun seeing what, uh, what's going to be going on down here, uh, for sure. I think that would be very yeah. cool to have you down for. Well, it, <coughs> there's heaps of events coming up, so, you know. Yeah, one or two, right, Freddie? One, one or two, maybe. Uh, and it's kind of like uh, for everyone's tastes. I don't think there's any competitive events. Well, uh, well, at Lincoln there will be a best traitor, best loyalist, but overall, like last year, it was everyone just rooted for their team. Sort of, sort of. No one really cared about who. Uh, well, the best prize was uh, the guy that came last. <laughs> what did he pick up again? I can't remember what he picked up for the prize. Uh, pro painted knight. Oh yeah, so so a nice, nice little easy, freaking <laughs> casual knight. Casual knight <laughs> to throw into a list. Here, here's, here's how we love the game. We love you. Here's a casual knight to uh, up your game with. Is that the prize? Yeah. <laughs> okay. For coming last. <laughs> Lucky him. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, he was, he was uh, fucking stoked, though. Oh, yeah. But the best part is, you know, 
he didn't really care because he had so much fun. Yeah. And I think that's again that comes back to the joy of what Heresy is all about. It's it's such a fun, fun game, fun system, fun community. We have yeah. a whole lot of fun. Whole and and the only reason, like, I didn't I didn't take. I I wrote down scores, but uh, I had my own internal scoring system. But the only reason I wrote down scores was just to see who's going to win the night. <laughs> I think that's the best way forward. Yeah, and so, like uh, Scandas, it's it's not about players; it's a team event. So if you have, uh, well, we did heaps of live casting for Scandas last year. So you know, you can always have have a look what was going on. And we also did the Warlord raffle. As well, yeah, there. So. Yeah. That was well, a heaps of fun, I, uh... and, it, and there's always heaps of like in thing goings, like with the night jousts, and I'm gonna have a couple of uh, you know kind of bonus tables for Scorpius, where people can win extra dog tags and g- gain some extra like points for their sides and stuff. Yeah, cool. Um, well, we're at. It. I guess I could kind of uh, promote um, this uh, summer. Around about when we uh, finish off our thousand point leg, we're looking uh, at hosting a small event at the, um, I think they call it Vecrocon, I'm not sure, something like that. There's a small convention in Vecro anyway. Um, so we're looking yeah. into holding a small uh, Horus Heresy um, event, kind of to kick off our um, fourth leg of our um, campaign. The, the idea was kind of to have it open for anyone to join in. So, I'm you in. Wanna... Oh, that's cool. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Well, it all depends on dates, but uh, you should definitely send us the details so we can start pushing it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah for sure. I don't sure. think they've got a date for the convention yet, but I've uh, I've sent them an email and started to look into um, the whole setup of the uh, campaign. But I'll, I'll, I'll keep in touch. So you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Vequicon, it's coming yeah, yeah. up. It's going to happen. So uh, yeah, be be there or be um, well, be be somewhere not else. There. Yeah, or, or be not there. You know, yeah, be like that. See if we care. But we're yeah. going to be there, and as long as it well, doesn't clash, I'll be there. No, it's actually called Vequispiel comment. <laughs> very original, you know, <laughs> like yeah. all the fucking spell comments. Yeah. But. It, Definitely cool. Yeah. I, I really want to go. If it's like, make sure. Actually, <laughs> I have to call them up and tell them to have it on a date where I'm not away somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Freddie's gonna fix it. It's okay. Don't panic. Freddie will fix well, it. Well, you know, they screwed uh, Gothcom for me. Stupid work. <laughs> so, which is, I had a blast there last year, so I didn't really want to miss it. But you know, what's a man supposed to do? Yeah, I missed that out. Ah. Yeah, was I was really planning good. on going in, you know, just have an amble around and check all the games out. But I think this this was the first one that I missed out in uh, ten years or something. Yeah. Well, as well. Uh, uh, shame, shameless plug time uh, as well, because we we do do shameless plugs every now and then. Um, as you're coming on the uh, you're coming along on the MKA course, that's mm. the week before Gothcon, if I remember rightly. Uh, Gothcon's on the 14th on uh, the Easter weekend, if I remember. Sound about yep, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately, I, I won't be able to make it this year, but I, I do plan to be there next year. Um, but uh, yeah, shameless plug for Gothcon and for the MKA course all at the same time, because you know it's the way it should be done. Shameless and <laughs> unabashed, and at any given opportunity possible, basically. Um, 
But uh, yeah, don't forget you can still sign up for the MKA course, as I mentioned earlier on in the episode. But enough about that. Well, that see, this is why you've got to be at Scandus. You'll, you'll be a pro painter by that point. You'll be able to airbrush the crap out of stuff and, you know, knock out armies left, right and centre, my friend. Yeah, and also yeah. the traitors desperately need to get back the fucking sword of Scandus. Hells, yeah, we do. But it's okay, Chris is playing on the other side, so, you know, we've got a chance this year. <laughs> Ooh, did Ooh. I say that? Did I say that? I did. I love you, Chris, uh, but I said that. I said that. Well, I say... I say playing on the other side. It's official this time. Um, <laughs> meow. I know. Uh, meow, 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 meow. Bitter and twisted. Hey, I am warriors to the end, buddy. I am warriors to the end. So, can you... Let, let's sort of circle back around a bit and actually get back to what we were talking about, sort of whinging on about uh, our last year's Scandus and how, you know, stuff didn't go my way. Boo-hoo-hoo. Um so yeah you guys you put together you've got your um, you've got the Escalation League you're having a whole lot of fun up there I mean is it what's the tell us about the club itself what, what's what's actually going on there promote the scene a little bit in the, in the local area what you guys when do you play how often do you play you know tell us and about that and if, you, if you're interested like who are you supposed to contact yes yeah uh, so we're all members of VAS uh, it's a uh, a uh, gaming uh, club that's been around for I believe it's 20 years now um, we play everything from um, historicals to um, homebrewed games to mainly games workshop uh, we've got around I think uh, 60 members um, uh, we're located uh, or well uh, just visit our Facebook page Vas Vekusbelfreni uh, or contact me. Uh, I've got a, a complicated name, but it's Daniel Stennett. And drop me a message. I think I'm the um, moderator of the uh, Facebook group as well. Um, if you want to get in touch with us uh, in regards to playing 30k, if you live in like Kalmar or Jungby or something like that, then um, you can either search for our uh, group. I think it's supposed to be discoverable now. It used to be hidden, but I think I made it public. Uh, we call it the Dirty K. Dirty K. Uh, yeah, so dirty. <laughs> I like that. Okay, i got to be part of that group just for the name. Yeah, the, the old dirty. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, okay. Sign me up. <laughs> so just, uh, just pop me uh, a message, or uh, I think you can apply for membership. I'm not sure. Um, and I'll invite you. Uh, we kind of run all our, um, you know, who wants to play through there, and we've got a Facebook chat which I can invite people to as well. Um, was there anything else? No, I was, I was going to say we we will do our best to put everything we can in the show notes for everyone, so people can sort of yep. get in, get in touch and get in contact that way, because I think that's a, that's an important way of getting getting some contact sorted. Um, yeah. The hope is, you know, because there's a university in town and there's always new people arriving, so I'm kind of hoping that someone out there goes, oh, well, that sounds cool, because, you know, we've always got space in our escalation uh, yeah, campaign. Hence it's called escalation. Yeah, and we've only just started up, so if, if you want to tag along and if you live outside of the town or on campus or something, then, you know, just pop me a message and we'll bring you along for the ride. If you want to be part of the journey, get on in. Yeah, have a few beers, play a few games, you know. Dudes looking for dudes, basically. Yeah. yeah live, live the good life. 
Live the dirty K life. Yeah, the old dirty. <laughs> old Bringing some slanish to the table. That's right. <laughs> to the table, on the table, under the table, you name it, that's where it is, yeah. baby. As long as it's in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's wiped clean. Um, but now, now we're pro- progressing into other realms of, of madness, and you know, one, one, one realm at a time. One realm at a time, people. Uh, so that that's very awesome, man. And I appreciate you uh, sort of coming on, having a chat with us about this. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm very much interested to see how the how the scene grows there. Um, you know, we'll do our best to uh, keep everyone apprised of how the uh, the campaign is going for sure. And uh, again, we'll we'll try and have you back on in a couple of months anyway, so we can get an update on how things are going. And uh, you're going to be joining us down south here for the MKA course, so yep. you're going to be part of that and taking the good word back to back to the guys up in Vequa. So yep. you know, joining the uh, the Church of MKA with us. Becoming a pro painter. <laughs> yeah, becoming a pro painter. And as as we keep getting warned, we're going to have to repaint our armies. So I'm like, I kind of don't want to. <laughs> I'm kind of happy with the way my army is painted at the moment. So uh, it's a little scary thinking about doing that. But uh, it's all going to be fun. It's all going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, I think, uh, Freddie, is there anything else you wanted to talk to uh, Daniel about as far as the campaign is concerned or anything else we can mention? No, no, no. I'm definitely going to follow it, though. Uh, definitely might pinch fluff ideas. So I'll definitely be reading through like all the every, everything fluff related that gets posted. Yep, for sure. For uh, sure. And uh, like I said, you know, as far as our actual involvement as a podcast, we we we're gonna do a little bit of support on this as well. Maybe a little bit of a uh, little bit of prize support in some way, shape, or form. See what we can do to help out. And uh, yeah, have some fun because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that's gonna be very cool. Get some cool artifacts going. Oh yes, get I, some crazy. I already have some something semi in my mind. We're talking artifacts now, right, Freddie? Yeah. Just checking. You, you talk no, about no, semis. No, I want to no, be sure. No, I'm not talking about real dolls or magic dildos. I'm talking about like, <laughs> some sort of fluffy artifact for yeah to be used in the webway. Okay. Arcane phallus. Yeah. It, it, it may be a phallic symbol, but it'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be it'll be there. It'll be part of the webway. It'll, it'll be insert have to be inserted deeply somewhere or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm you sure. have to insert it in some sort of massive data bank. Yeah, rough and hard. Rigidly so. It'll be a custom yeah. data jack, is what we're saying. But uh, you know, he may not be called Jack. We'll just have to see. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to stop talking there before we get ourselves into even more trouble because, you know, we we oh, need well. to watch our percentages it, and stuff. Well, we have to uh, use just the time when Chris is not here to just fucking let loose. This is true. Our parental guidance isn't, isn't on hand, so our, our, our designated adult isn't here. Um, for anybody who ever thought that was me, <laughs> fooled you. <laughs> I'm so yeah. not the designated adult in this group. Um, we leave true. that one to Chris. Um Oh, now, is that too big for a predator barrel? That's the question. Mm, yeah, well, maybe. you're on a fucking radio show. I'm pretty sure no one will fucking know how to comment. No, no, no I don't know how to comment, so I'm not really, uh, I'm not really fussed. But um, I'll, I'll work that out as I go along. Um, so, Daniel, thank you very much for coming on tonight, man. Um, Dirty K, 
is where it's at. And <laughs> these guys are going to be having a whole lot of fun. We'll support them. We'll be part of it. And you know, when it when it hits thousand point level, you know, give us a shout when you do that open day, and I for sure will be up there if I can do it. And um, I'm sure Freddie will do his best to come down. And we don't speak for Chris because, you know. He is the adult and therefore has responsibilities and stuff and things, I'm sure, um, which neither Freddie or I have any any time for. Right, Freddie? No, that's right. Not right at all. So, Dan, thanks for coming on, man. Greatly appreciate it. Look forward to speaking to you again. And we are going to head on out now to one of our classically chosen music tracks. Actually, Dan will be choosing this. He doesn't know about it yet, but surprise, you will be. So we will be right back with a wrap-up after this. Stop. 
And we're back. And it's now time for what's going to be an extended outro. Because we're recording this post-Horace Heresy Weekender. And we made this a very specific decision. Because we wanted to uh, sort of do our own overview of the Weekender. Uh, general thoughts on the new models that came out. Uh, we will touch on the books. But I think it's fair to say that the books... That, well, I say books because Book 8 was previewed, but most importantly Book 7, Inferno, has been released. And I think it's important that we let that one sort of settle a little bit. Everybody gets their copy, let it sort of work its way into the consciousness a little bit of the uh, 30k community. And then we can either tear it to shreds or lord it is the best thing since Book 6. So we'll see how that all goes. <laughs> we can also put it like this. Only one of us have the bo- co- a copy of the book. And <laughs> it's quite hard to hold, hold that conversation with one person. With the this book. is okay. true, and that's still one more than the Geno Five Two. So yeah, um, at, at the time of recording, at the time of recording, but that's what counts, Chris, and we know but this. We never know if he's actually going to get it before this is released. No, this is true. But drawn, well, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure officer. we're going to do everything to release it today, so we can. <laughs> Just for that reason, you mean? Yeah. No, pr- no pressure there. on me at all. No, no, no pressure at all. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make this happen. So, uh, yes, the Horus Heresy Weekender, the uh, depending on your point of view, either the ultra exclusive elitist event or the event where everybody got to go and see what was going on anyway because of the power of the internet. Um, yeah. One thing I have to say straight off the bat is props to GW and to Forge World because. They actually pulled out some some real uh, community effort here. And I mean that as in the Warhammer community and the guys doing all that work, where they basically got out and, and did live updates of what was being released. And um, they didn't wait to get uh, pictures of stuff. They didn't sort of let them circulate. They, they got them out on the community page the painted models that were released, or, or the models that were released at the weekend are previewed, painted versions, up on the community site, high quality pictures, looking really sharp. Um, yeah, which that's I think, a good way of winning people back as well, after years yeah. of secrecy, <laughs> and yeah. lies in some cases. <laughs> well, misinformation. Well, that, that, that's a tagline, you know that. <laughs> mm. okay. But we don't know because they could be lies. That's the problem. Yeah. All of the models Ooh. were actually Alpharius. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Alpharius. Anyway, no, let's not no, go down not. that road. Not, no, I'm not. I'm really not. I'm not that cool. Um, exactly. Let's. We all know you're not. Screw you, Christopher. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so first off, uh, let's let's sort of go. There were there were some major seminars across the weekend. It was generally an awesome weekend. Uh, from the the pictures and everything that was going on, there was also uh, Golden Demon held, and we want to give a shout out to uh, two people. First of all, to Mr. Matthew Kane, who picked up the award for best squad with his artwork in model form. I think that's the only way to put it, uh, and that was his squad of Ultramarine. I kind of want to say badasses, but they're also really pretty. So, like, badass pretty boys. They're also uh, ultramarines. Mm. Oh. They are. They're, they're, There's they're, only they're, one, one legion they are allowed to be called pretty boys. Okay, then. Uh, yeah, so, basically, not them. Uh, but his Praetorians of Ultramar um, squad is some just generally some sort of sexy and absolutely amazing. And please go and take a look at his work. And also... Big shout out to Neil Hollis from the uh, Imperial Truth podcast. 
for not only picking up a stack of awards in general, but um, picking up the overall Slayer Sword win for his Perturabo. Um, so that is just... You just per- buy it because it's Perturabo. No, it's actually a really, really nice. Yeah, I was going to say no, it's, it's fucking stunning. beautiful, but yes, yes, I am biased because it's Perturabo. It's it's you know the 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 choir of angels and the or choir of demons. Take your pick and the the lights and the whole thing and the oh my god and the whoa and the, the it's beautiful. Roared and... Yeah, the mountain the mountain shook, the earth roared and. You know, perfection was. It, it's a brilliant model. Seriously, Neil, well done. Uh, listen to some episodes of the Imperial Truth as you've been going along, working on a leg here, an arm there, a bit here, a bit there, yeah. and it came to fruition, man. Well done for you. That's absolutely gorgeous stuff. Yeah, um, and, and next year, I reckon he should pick like a more manly, more vigorous Primark and fucking glasses half empty Purdy. Well, I reckon by next year, he can probably paint Dawn. You know, that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, so yeah big shout out to those two gentlemen first uh, book 7 we also mentioned while we we're at him oh, oh, are we being nice okay go on yeah then. we actually are because uh, the Imperial's booth got a bit of a charity project going oh do they yeah. okay yeah, do yes. give it a, do give a shout out we, so we, we haven't we're linked it on our Patreon awesome but we haven't I haven't really come to that part of the the events and stuff cycle, but you go for it, Chris. You're already there. Yeah, I'm going to stop you. mention it while we were talking about. Oh. Go on then. I'm not going to stop you. They got a second charity draw in aid of Evelina London Children's Healthcare, and they can win a, your choice of character series model painted by Neil. And they got the link on their on the Imperial Truth Facebook page. So I don't know when this episode actually comes out, so it might be too late for the draw. But we're going to put it up again as a post on. Facebook page, so it's fresh and nice. Yeah, and there's sure. the, there's the the Children's Hospital that will get money, so that's never a bad thing. No, yeah. that's a genu- gen- genuinely all joking aside. That is very awesome. Uh, well done to you guys on doing that for them as well. Plus, you can uh, win a model painted by Neil. So. You can play, you can win a model painted by Neil, who is a Golden Demon and Slayer Sword winner. Cause, come on, you know, give the guys props. He's he's earned the award. We got a. He's got to get pushed out for it now, so <laughs> you know he does. He done the work. He gone earned it. He's got to get the shout-outs for it. Uh, and charity, never a bad thing. Yeah, yep. that too. That too. We we do stuff for charity. We love fucking charity. Yeah. Yep. And for once, it's not me being a charity case. So it's all good. <laughs> uh, that was for you, Freddie. Just so you know. But, uh, that's what Patreon is for. <laughs> eventually we'll get there um we'll get there but uh, yeah no seriously shout out to those guys fantastic job and to all the other participants everybody who took part and did did great stuff it's looking what? awesome yeah i know i can't wait for the mk course after looking i went through like yeah there was a folder on facebook where you could see all the entries and i'm like oh i need to learn how to paint again yeah, pretty much. I think, I think that's what we've been warned, that once we do it, we want to strip all our armies and repaint them. Which one? I'm like, I, I can't need, do I that, man. Se- I need a secret mix of uh, feces, blood, and internal organs, juices. I thought, it was a se- my... I thought it was a secret mix of herbs and spices. Eleven. No, 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 no. Haven't you read Full Group? Uh, that's, have... It's all the same sort of evil, Chris. We just, you know. That's true enough. At least, yeah. that, at least one is cruelty to man and one is cruelty to chicken. So, 
I don't know. It depends which end it ends up coming out of. Uh, I, I didn't say which was which. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, let's come up. The book seven was released. Awesome stuff mm. was shown. Lots of rules. We got rules for Space Wolves. We got rules for Thousand Suns. We got rules for Custodies. And, and I can still hear Tim wiping up the mess afterwards. We got rules for Sisters as well. Mm. Hey, Sister, go. Oh, Sister. Even yeah. though he never thought it would happen. No, he, he he was pretty sure there was some sort of personal grudge against him. And, you know, we weren't disagreeing. In fact, we were probably fueling the fire on that one. Um, or yeah. at least I was. Um, Even though we tried to ma- email Alan Live about it to remove the scissors rules just to spite him, then it didn't happen. No, we can't have everything we want. Um, but, uh, yeah, we got yet. scissors rule yet. And we also got some really sneaky previews in some of the pictures. Um, which you can find out about, you know, the 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 long uh, long rumored plastic thunderhawk, which may or may not exist. Uh, its existence was not confirmed or denied. It was just not able to be commented on by and the Forge World team. And uh, to be fair, we really hope it's true. But on the other hand, it be, has been a rumor for the last what eight, nine years, ten years. Yeah, just yeah. like plastic yeah. sisters a battle. Yeah, just like to you know. Get the, the approval of Plastic Fantastic Freddy. Bring back the fucking lead Thunderhawk. Fuck this plastic shit. <laughs> you mean the one that come in a, came in a wooden box? Yeah, exactly. Wait, like, <laughs> was it like 15 kilos? Yep. Yeah, the but one you just want to give to your postman if you hate him. Yeah, that's modeling. Yeah, but that's <laughs> also quite uh, hard to take with you if you want to travel internationally by, by airplane. No, you just oh, send yeah. it UPS and hope it gets there uh, when you do. Probably yeah. cheaper than a bit just extra bag charge. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It costs the same as a small child, and I'm not saying I haven't looked into shipping my kids across the across our UPS to save on plane taxes, but you know it's not impossible. I'll just say it's not impossible. Um, but uh, yeah, so there was lots of cool stuff, and uh, for the very eagle-eyed, there was. Um, some tourists in the photos pardon there were some tourists in the photos some of the photos there were some tourists in some (laughs) of the photos I wasn't going there I was actually going to go with the pictures of Magnus yeah fair enough Um, they did actually there was actually a release (laughs) another tourist there was actually a release yeah that was based on the models and there was a released image of Magnus Um, all the images we're going to talk about models you can either see on the Warhammer community um, feed for the the live blog that they did, which we mentioned earlier on, um, or if you go over to Battle Bunnies and have a look at their stuff because they are one of the premium blogs out there. I don't think there's any way we can argue that um, or would want to. Um, and they've got so many shots of stuff in display cabinets as well. And but, they uh, really made one hell of a an effort effort mm. to do an upgraded Lehman Ross. Yeah, they really yeah. did. But uh, you're going to have to go to their blog to find out all about that. But the, the, the head be- and shoulders... Be- better than the original, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, it really is. Yeah, not, not, it's, it's, not it's much could be uh, worse. good enough to be from the future. Yeah. Maybe 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 this is where he's... Uh, this, this is the origins of where he parked it. Um, yeah. And again, if you want to know what the hell we're talking about, go and have a look at Battle Bunnies. Um, but there was a really, really, really... Sneak alluring pick of Magnus release, sort of a head and shoulders shot. No criminal number board there, but my god, 
the model looks beautiful. Yeah. Um, so are we going to do the controversial nipple horns versus no nipple horns? What's going on? Well, hopefully, considering he looks like he has his horn properly on his back, yeah. on the armor. But you never know. There's is one one horn on the shoulder, so he might have more on the nipples. You never know. I know that there was a lot of there was I know there was a lot of uh, controversy or discussion maybe I should say over at the Crusade and Heresy uh, Facebook forum um, about this. <laughs> I think they were the ones who may have actually found the pictures of the uh, tourists as well at the same time, um, whilst they were looking cannily at the Magnus pictures. Well, the word on the street is that he has no nipples in the final product. Mm, no nipples. Well, he, yet. He, he is a vat-grown demigod, so you know there might not be any need for him to have nipples in the first place. Yeah, but saying. that's an aesthetic choice, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. I hope that because you know, in, in all the artwork, you know, my mate Pelle is going to hate me, but in all the old artwork, he does have nipple horns. But that's in the new, he doesn't. Let's well, let's be fair. We should nobody should judge. We should not judge how somebody wishes to adorn their nipples, no matter what it might be. If he's got the horn, let him be. That's all yeah, I can yeah. say. Well, and, uh, well I think sure. like, if they, they're really smart, what they do is they make you know, him look better than Russ. Op- optional. Well, that's not hard. But they, they make the nipple horns optional. <clears throat> yeah, as long as it looks better than Russ, it's good enough for me. <laughs> One would wonder well, why, Chris. Because that model is not good. <laughs> that would be why um, okay so let's have a look um, yep so book 7 came out that was absolutely awesome loads of cool stuff in book 7 we will be doing a proper review of book 7 um, when we all have access to some form of copy of it um, and obviously they will all be legit above board and legal because we don't do anything any other way and because yeah. um, that would oh, be we can't all read mine because like pages tend to stick to each other yeah, yeah. I'm done. it's already sticky but the amount of editing I'm going to have to do on the outtakes of this so I can even listen to the rest of this to actually edit <laughs> the show down notch, notch. something like that yeah it, it's, uh, it, it's I'd say it's marked me but you know I, I've been hanging around Freddy for too long it's just more of a case of I want to get rid of the noise um, it's anyway like, it's just like tinnitus for you when we record nowadays it is it's just, just a white just, noise <laughs> Yeah, it's a white, well, it's a noise. Let's let's not get discriminatory here, Chris. Um, Fair enough. Yep, I went there. Bad joke. My apologies. Yep. Moving on. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, yep. So let's let's talk about the the main thing we're going to talk about tonight, which is uh, the stuff that got released. And first off, I'm actually going to go through. There's a list of black library books that have been released before we talk about models. Uh, or to be released in the upcoming year. Um, the one that's basically the calendar for the year. Effectively, yeah, which looks freaking awesome. So you've got a novel by uh, Garrow novel coming out in February, so th- this month, and that's by James Swallow. That um, one was up for pre sale, wasn't it? Was it actually? I think so. I don't. I don't know. I didn't actually ask anyone to confirm uh, that because at the time. Uh, Garrow had it up as a considering Garrow Facebook page has been up for a year. So ah, that's a, right. He got. A, if I remember rightly, he got a signed copy as well. So he's actually going to do a 
uh, yeah, giveaway. Uh, sort of giveaway on that one, which would be very cool. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that happens. Um, okay, yep, good catch, Chris. And then there's an audio drama coming out in March, which is bin- The Binary Succession, which I am really looking forward to, because apparently it's a continuation of the story of what happened on Mars. So yeah, it's um, got, a, got a really charming... Uh, is that an imperator on the front? Imperati, yep, just sort of poking his head down, going, hello. Um, looks very old school. I like it, it looks beautiful, yeah. in other words, you mean? <laughs> yeah, it's a really, really nice uh, old, piece, old style piece of artwork. Yeah, it's gorgeous, and I, I very much love it, just simply as a piece of artwork. But yay, continuation of the story of Mars. I'm very happy about that, because I, I very much like the um, uh, Mechanicum book that was released uh, and then the cybernetica yeah haven't read cyber haven't picked up cybernetica yet haven't? i do no we i do that, that one we have to rectify not... yeah i really want to i almost picked it up at the beginning of the year when i was in uh, copenhagen but uh, i just don't get a lot of time to read books so i might try and get an audio copy of it um if it's available uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's some awesome stuff there. Uh, Shattered Legions anthology coming out for uh, which, which should be really interesting actually to help fluff out and fill out some of the Shattered Legions forces that uh, there at the moment. If you're or if you're looking for uh, any sort of inspiration, and uh, you should always when you look at the anthologies, check which novels are actually in it because you might have bought some from uh, like an ebook from like library with or two. Good call there, Chris. Good call. No, I'm not saying that it's not worth to buy the book, but if you have bought all of them separately or just all but one, you might be disappointed, and that's not a good thing. Or it just depends how OCD you are and whether you have to have them all in the same place. I would just buy them, the coll- buy them for the collection. You know, yeah. what, you know what I mean. You I always exactly need mean. to own everything, Chris. You know how this is. Yes, I need to own everything. Mm. It's so, like you have to paint all your miniatures. No. Painting miniatures is for scrubs. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on on that one before <laughs> things get too fucking awkward. Uh, then, I am very much looking forward to uh, April because Perturabo is coming out. The novel Perturabo um, is going to be so many shades of sexy. Have any one of you read one of the Primark books yet? No. No? No. Because Fulgrim is out, isn't it? It's Fulgrim. is out at least. Or Fulgrim might, might be later this I year. I thought Fulgrim was in September or some shit. Because yeah, Fulgrim's Fulgrim later this year because it's it's um it's actually the last one on the list. Um, so yeah, Perturabo comes out in April. Um, and then one I can't see. Yeah, Echoes of Revelation, which has a whole load of cacophony on the front of them, looking fucking awesome. Uh, which That's is Dan. Yeah, Chris uh, Chris Rate, Dan Abnett, and Gav Thorpe. Then we've got The Crimson King coming out, and that's a Graham McNeil book. Yep. And that's going to be... That's, uh, probably about uh, King Crimson, right? Yeah, that one. Um, who, I, I haven't seen his stats yet, but apparently Cream, King Crimson's a pretty badass dude. Um, but, uh, you know, or it could be about Magnus, you never know. We'll, we'll have to see. Um, so that's coming. You all know that it's not about... Magnus is about a British prog group from the 1960s, 1970s. We all know that. 
we that all know that. Do more, it. That would make more sense, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, it would. But let's not talk, start talking about prog rock now. Uh, then we have Logar, written by Gav Thorpe, coming up, which should be very interesting. I liked a lot of his Dark Angel stuff, so I'm looking to see what he does with uh, Logar. I mean, you know, they were they were ambivalent enough, at least the Dark Angel stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Uh, so he can, he can he he's going to be a good voice for that one, I think. Uh, there is Dark Compliance by John French coming out in July. It's an audio drama. Not that the talent anthology is coming out, and this is something I'm very much looking forward to. I wonder if it's anything new, because otherwise I got it all, and it's a really really good series of. Yeah, but they aren't they? Uh, they're not haven't been released altogether, have they? No, and some no, of them are. One is a book, and two are audio dramas, aren't they? Yeah, and that's my understanding is it's uh it's actually all all the pre-existing material just coming out in one go. Yeah, because um, yeah, the reason I've been holding back is because they're not all together. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the and that I wish that I will claim that as my reason, but mainly I just haven't got around to buying them yet. So um, but, I will, uh, I will have them because I need them as an Iron Warriors player. Main one is really good because, or one of the main ones, because then you can see how inept the Iron Wars really are when they get beaten by untrained militias using junk tanks. Blow me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Don't like you, Chris. Go away. Um. <laughs> well, it's the truth. Until they get betrayed and then they get crushed. Because uh, we crush. Spoiler. Oh, yeah. Warning. Spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah, you really do need to throw some spoiler alerts well, in there, Chris. Well, that's... You're meant to do the spoilers for beforehand, you know. But that, that version of the flop has been out for like 15 or years or so. So. Still, yeah. there'll be somebody who complain. We'll have to live with it. We'll have to... If they, if they do, they can go back and read it before I mentioned it. That's their problem. <laughs> it really is. It's not my problem. <laughs> You're not taking. No, all right. We won't. We won't blame Basically, you for that like one. Basically, like saying that the emperor will die, more or less, and the sanguinis will die. What, what do you mean the emperor's going to die? More or less. Oh, he's not dead. Yes. They haven't end time the fucking. Not not today. Not not yet. Uh, not at not at time of recording. They haven't end times for the K yet. <laughs> at the time of recording because this could all happen yep. um, anyway let's focus again focus 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 Black Shields The False War coming out as an audio drama in September and then yes the uh, the, the Phoenician the beautiful one his mm. his yeah, thank you for the uh, audio there uh, Freddie <laughs> um, he is coming out in uh, in some point September Sept- yeah September as a novel so that'll be that Primark book. So lots of Primark books to come out this year. Lots of awesome inspirational type stuff. If you are trying to do something with Black Shields or, well, in general, I think there's there's just going to be so much up there. But very much a very much a traitor focused um, year, I think, with the uh, with the stuff coming out of Black Library, which I, I'm not against. I'm not against that at all. Um, so yeah, going to be good well. I haven't been very traitor focused the last round of books so I think it's good that they shifted it back a bit to the traitors yeah well, uh, yeah there's always uh, at least two sides of the story to be told and it's good that they managed to keep it about even yeah and yeah, you know only one side was the truth and yeah exactly. and, found uh, the truth the worst part is that their leader is currently sat on a golden throne Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's move on from that one. Um, so, 
that is coming out. So yes, that's all the, all that sort of stuff. There was a preview of Adeptus Titanicus, which was all in all freaking amazing. Apparently, and they played in uh, 28 mil scale with uh, regular <laughs> Titans. Yeah, <laughs> so they dropped it like it was hot, basically, and uh, that they was had some... uh, because it was delayed. I think wasn't it? I don't know about really? delayed, but I, uh, I like it's I like their style. Cool. I like their style. We're going to preview this. How are we going to do it if we don't have the models? Let's just do yeah. it in twenty-eight millimeter scale. Because it was we can. supposed it was supposed to be released at the weekender, but it was pushed back to get uh, a plastic box properly done. I think. Oh, yeah. All the better. Yep. But I have to say though, I love the whole going back to the old t- Titanicus. You know, when you remember when you got those two super mega gargants. The Gargan and the Imperator, and you got to do yeah. the whole box style uh, scatter dice up, down, left, right. You know, where did yeah. you hit? What did you cripple? Yeah, it's brilliant. I genuinely can't wait to see that come out and start playing that. It's going to be so we'll cool. Some, we'll have some fun with that at an event or two in the future, I think. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a scale that needs to come back for gaming. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're talking about 8mm, I think. Yeah, it's uh, a bit bigger. Six. Yep. But uh, apparently it's, it's going to co-drive new knights coming out, or new titans coming out, I should say, not knights, new titans coming out in different uh, different directions, whether it be scaling down to 8mm or the 8mm scale or scaling up. So uh, that's going to be very cool. Yep. That's the beauty of uh, modern technology as well, yeah, when you can just uh, rescale the CAD design. Yeah, yay for CAD design. Um, so that, that was previewed, that looked awesome. And then... There's, there's so much more to cover, but as I said, we're not going to go into huge amounts of detail. Um, but we are going to start talking about the minis that were released, and let's start off. Let, let's start off with the with the shiny boys, shall we? Let's start off with the shiny boys and yeah. the the custodes. Chris, do you want the yeah Legion custodes custodes or custards? Chris, do you want to sort of go yeah, through this with do. us? Do a quick rundown, I think. Yeah. They are get because we have already seen and could pre-order and possibly already have have the model in our hand the the red knot that got a sword and a shield, which looks really cool, but just mm-hmm. like an upscaled custodes basically. Yeah. And his his companion, which is basically a red knot with a guardian spear with a some kind of kind of last cannon on it. Which is quite nice, quite nice, I must say. What do you guys think? I love them, and I'm going to use one of them and mix it up with uh, Empress Children Contemptor and make Rylanor. That makes total sense, actually. That really does. Um, I, I, I like it. <laughs> Basically, they're just beautiful. They, they are literally the only models that have made me want to go... And actually do something with custodes. Actually make a custodes army or something. Um, as the, has been the contemptors. And they, these new ones are awesome. I mean, Laz Cannon on a spear. And yeah. <laughs> Enough said. It's Pretty. also nice to see the dreadnoughts basically fighting like they did in life. And not just getting other weapons strapped onto them. <laughs> yeah, but we we have also been... You know, they, they don't, they're not getting the... Uh, the 40k box dread treatment which is even better um and i'm glad we never i'm really sure we're not going to see any sort of custodes stuff in that vein in the horrible boxy vein which is good even though you're still getting them in the the main legions 
I was so, thinking more of the regular contemporary lines from the Legion oh, that yeah, yeah. basically just have, oh, this is a special super dude, but he still got... Uh, it, it, did get, it did get rid of all of his weapon, and we just strapped other things to him for fun. So we just strapped the carries to him and sort of said, have at it. Yeah, and I like that the, they basically look like they was placed in a dreadnought and then could continue fighting like they were used to, which was how they were supposed to fight. Spoilers, if you've read Master of Mankind, that will, that actually makes even more sense. <laughs> we could also say, say another spoiler, there is possibility to have, transport them within a giant Land Raider Spartan thing. If that, As long as they make that happen, I'm even happier, to be fair. I would genuinely consider that. Um... <laughs> But yes, and there's, there was wasn't just the contempt of variants that came out either. Uh, there nope. was the uh, the even bigger one. Do you want Ooh, to tell us about that one, Chris? Uh, the heavy dread, dreadnought, you mean? Yeah, the Hulk uh, Buster. They're, well, they're equivalent to uh, Leviathan, I should say. Yeah. Uh, and do you know what I love about this, above everything else, is it reminds me of the shape, and I, I'm pretty damn sure they've done this specifically. It reminds me of those sort of rogue trader terminators. Yep. Fuck yeah. Sat- I was just going to say that myself. Yeah. The Saturnine pattern terminators. Yeah. And it's just gorgeous. It's so pretty. I really like how they linked in the. If you look at the line at the top where the shoulders and meet the missile launcher. Yeah. That it actually looks like it's supposed to be there, not just tacked on top. Like the yeah, it's, it's all desi- it's designed that way, you know. Yeah, and not like this is like the cyclone launcher on a contemptor, right? Yeah, that, that almost I, looks a bit awkward, I think. I love it. I just think it's awesome. I love what they've done with it, and again, it's another one of those. I look at it and go, "That's gratuitously huge and looks like it could pound face." I want three. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and you realize you don't play a loyalist army. Yeah, then I realize I don't play a loyalist army. Going, I wonder if I can use it in Zomortalis. Because, you know, that's a small army. Yeah, it also depends on the base size. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's just generally a beautiful model. And uh, I, I know, I'm pretty sure we can always house rule it for, for Scandus. We can also house rule it because we want to play it, you mean? <laughs> well, for Scandus, I said, like, whatever, you know, fits. I think it was up to, what, 80 mil? Yeah, we said 80 mil as long as you could turn it sideways and get it through an actual door physically. Yeah, and that's uh, that's what the Leviathan takes up, so... Yeah, which is awesome. But speaking of other other versions of... or cooler versions of already released stuff for Legions, Mm -hmm. what do you think about the proper jetpacks that actually have close combat weapons that can reach people? (laughs) They're awesome! What are you talking about? I already have jetpacks with close combat people that can reach people. No, they can't, because they're well, on the, the jetpack. Phoenix space. Yeah, they, those can. I mean, people that don't have any form of lance weapon, and not a lance, with a rule lance, obviously. Basically, Custodes, Griffalcon, <laughs> Griffalcon. Rough Rider. <laughs> yeah, Patton jet bikes are fucking gorgeous. Yep. yep. They are, I lo- do you know what I love as much as anything else? I love the rider, because he looks like he's got, like, um, almost like he's got biker chaps on. <laughs> on his legs, he, it just looks like it's like they designed. He's not like a heavy armored uh, posthuman that's been ju- thrown onto a bike. It's like you are armored to fly this thing and to do this thing. This is this looks right. 
I, was yeah, I, like, that I like it. Probably maglock to there, there. So. Oh yeah, there is that. <laughs> but I have to say, like, regardless of these jet bikes and the other jet bikes, like Jesus fucking Christ, like the jet bikes that they've done are fucking gorgeous. Like yep. the marine yeah. ones, these ones are like, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's so many degrees of beautiful. Um, but yeah, it is. I mean, it's gorgeous. I really, really, really like it. Um, oh, they're, they're they're just they're just beautiful. Um, again, I'm not going to be buying any unless I do a, a Zone Mortalis Force because it's just not my my thing. But um, I'm very much looking forward to seeing those start to show up in and around the local meta. See how they paint up, what they like. You know how much I want to punch you when you say you don't want to buy jet bikes because you're not going to do us unless you do a Zone Mortalis Force. Yeah. You know how much I want to punch you for that because this shouldn't be in a Son Mortalis Force. I know, but that's why I, that's why I say it because it's fun and I can hear you twitched on the other end of the the, the Skype line. Yeah, it shouldn't yeah. be loud in a Son Mortalis. There's no reason, at least not if you are in a shipboard Son Mortalis or any tight corners. Because how the hell would I fly properly? Or even that. Okay. Bikes, okay. Chris. Bikes, Chris. Chris. Bikes, Chris. Breathe. Are we, breathe. Are we gonna, <laughs> breathe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in Scars they drive around in a ship. Yeah, that's still stupid. <laughs> Breathe, Chris. I'm kidding. Uh, well, I'm not kidding. If I could do it, I would do it. They, they, they would. They, that would be the only two combinations I could do it with. Is a zone mortal to make loyalists happen for me would be a zone mortalis force. So, so don't worry, uh, buddy. Giant dreadnought and giant, giant dreadnought and giant, yeah, giant dreadnought and uh, jet bikes. Because doesn't that make sense to everybody? Because yeah. then I'm gonna. I'm gonna if for my own board. If you ever play here, there will be some rules like low ceilings and cluttered everything. Oh, totally dangerous terrain tests. Uh, yeah, different that, terrain that tests Even that. more. And the low <laughs> Basically, you just, don't like them, is what you're saying. And Chris. the low ceiling <laughs> is just to have the giant red knot uh, having to walk on all fours. <laughs> because we couldn't. Uh, Walk Christ, the I'm the Iron Warriors player here, and I'm not that bitter. Anyway, uh, let's move on. What else have we got <laughs> to talk about, Chris? Come on. Let's yeah. move on before we sink into the the mire that well, is bitterness. We could just uh, mention it, but we don't really talk about it. There's an alternate turret version of the jet, the grav tank for me, for the custodes. Yeah. Mention uh, it. Move on. <laughs> yeah, they got uh, the... Event limited only Tribune with an Guardian Spear X, which actually has a slight unfortunate photo of it. Yeah, because the angle they photoed him looks more like he's guarding the porcelain throne rather than the golden throne. He does look like he's making a distance call, doesn't it? And that's Um, that's only because the angle makes one of his legs basically disappear and it looks like he's sitting down. It's a beautiful model again, though. It's so yeah, I've nice. seen a lot of uh, photos of it afterwards and from different angles, and I would love to just have it to paint it. Yeah, actually, the, yeah, no, I, it's one of those I wouldn't mind having to paint as well. It's it's very much up there. Um, there was another because uh, there was oh, you mentioned the grav carriers, but there was something else coming up for Legion Custodians as well, wasn't there? Uh, the transport, you mean? I was thinking the upgrade set actually. The Sagittarium, uh, Sagittarium Guard. They're, they're, later on the, they're later on the list. You know. Are they later on the list? Okay, well you yes. keep going then. I don't know. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to organise this crazy train. Yeah, and that's the problem. Stop organising oh, stuff. Oh, relax. <laughs> Move on. Yeah, but uh, stay in your fucking lane, Christopher. 
Ah, kids. Considering the next on the list is actually Lydia Moritat, but I'm still not sure why they're bothering releasing at this state. But it's nice to see the Lydia Moritat with Volkite Serpentas actually looks like it has two handheld vacuum cleaners. <laughs> if you look at the design on the gun. And yeah, but that's the Twin Link Volkite, isn't it? Or twin, not Twin Link, but Twin uh, Volkite. Volkite Serpentas. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does actually, look like a dirt devil. Yeah, it uh, doesn't look like any of the other Volkite Serpentas that has been released either. <laughs> so, yeah. But it's the, just the muscle that breaks it for me basically then we have some robots because I'm just going off the list here mm-hmm. so we got the Castellax Castellax Akea Battle Automata with Mauler Bolt Cannon and Aether Fire Cannon these are the yeah these are the the ones that are men, basically mentioned in uh, which is it the uh, A Thousand Suns right yeah and probably in uh, the other one as well but uh, these are the ones that were specifically designed to be controlled by psychers. Yeah. They're for the Thousand Suns for that reason, obviously. And they look gorgeous. Oh, they're so pretty. They are so, so pretty. Um, you can see that they're Castellacs, but they're different enough. And they got a, a bit of the Thousand Suns aesthetic as well. With, uh, yeah. It's like, good, though, that, like, because uh, I remember when I read about them in, in the books and Oh yeah, it's like it was one of those things that I always expected to, you know, show up. So yeah, yeah. Do you know what they they remind me of, and what I what I I like to think of is, if I was to have either of these, I would probably sit them if if at all possible, model them in sort of a slightly squatted position, so like low stalking, and they remind me very much of the big daddies from Bioshock. Mm, kind of. Because they've got well with that with that front-facing Oculus there, rather you could do something to sort of make the uh, the top dome disappear a bit, take off some of the detail maybe, and then make it more of a a front-facing um, yeah. with that larger Oculus, and that that I think would look pretty cool as well. I'd I just almost, I just happen to like that. I almost would li- would like to paint like a really detailed eye yeah, on that lens. Too. That would work. Maybe one, if you turn it a bit, and so it's supposed to be looking at in one direction, you just turn the eye painting in that direction as well. Mm, that could, it could be, cool. be really cool. Too bad I'm not getting any. Yeah, that's but you know, that's Sean, he might be able to do that for us. Yeah. And show us what it looks like when he's done. And then they have uh, the Thousand Sons, the Kenetai, Kenetai. I can't remember how the K is pronounced in ancient Greek, but the Occult Blade Squad. And they basically are close combat dudes with two hand weapons. A bit more advanced than that, but I'm just trying to describe the look. <laughs> yep. Well, you got it. And we've got uh, the segment, the Terminators, that, uh, that you can see where the design ideas for the 40k ones come from. Yeah. <laughs> and these are catafracti base as well. The Skemet... Uh, Terminator the second, the second. Second. Yeah, which is cool though, considering the 40k ones are Tartarus based, aren't they? Yeah, but they probably had they probably had access to both. You never know. Yeah, probably. This they, is, look, uh, they look really sorry. cool though, because they upgrade torsos basically for the yeah I, torsos I, I and weapons. Keep, I keep annoying my... Fr- I'm trying to convince one of my friends to come over and play 30k, and he keeps going like, I want to do Thousand Suns, but I don't want to do... Uh, I want to do really Egyptian stuff, and, you know, I'm not sure about the red, and it's like, you know, I sent him this, he went, I hate you. 
You're not making this easy. I'm like, of course I'm not making it easy, you fool. Um, you could have come and join us. Come and join the crew. Um, he's actually coming to the MKA course, so I'm going to try and convince him to do the uh, Thousand Suns as his, uh, yeah, as his legion. See if I can drag him in that way. But he um, should. No, he should. But they are these models are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, again, I, I just love the detail that they've been coming on with these. I really uh, do. It, uh, n- even though everything feels like it's been forever delayed, it's still it might have been worth the wait all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if yeah. the models had been rubbish, or even the previewed models had been rubbish, people would be quite upset, I think, if they had to wait this long for their favorite Legion. Yeah, yeah. and but, yeah, they delivered, but, I think. But now we actually get to your f- upgrade kit you wanted to talk about. Well, yeah, no, I just, I didn't, I completely jumped in the it's, order of things. It's, it's, uh, a, it's no, no worries, it just... Yeah, no, the, do you know what these guys remind me of? They remind me of the, the bad guys from um, Chronicles of Riddick. The, um, whatever they're called. What, uh, what the last movie? Uh, yeah, the last... Uh, the, like the warrior cast thingy that goes around yeah. planets and just assault them and then... Yeah, absorbed imagine, them into the jihad. And yeah, so if you imagine these guys in black and silver, black and grey, the face plates and everything, very much the same. But a lot of the same styling, not a bad thing whatsoever. I really like the models. I really I like that think, they re- got the redesigned helmet that was basically inspired by a, a mix of a Crusader hel- helmet and a German Pickelhaube. With his Depends on how you want to pronounce it, still. Uh, but the, their weapons are quite nuts as well because they are either a bolt weapon or a disintegrator beam depending on how you want to use it <laughs> so subtle huh is what you're saying yes and they look really really nice and they're they basically look like it, a head and arm upgrade you, upgrade you should always go the disintegrator beam just because of the name I reckon oh yeah <laughs> and uh, just to yeah. finish off this list we could go for the think about it what? no I'm just sighing because it actually does have most of a wolf hanging on its shoulder pad ok the the, the, the contempt of dreadnought for the space wolves or Vulca Fenrica or the yeah. route depending on how mad you want to make Max we're going to call them space wolves <laughs> you tell there's a lot of love between the podcasts can't you wolves in space I really like <laughs> I really like this the design because it looks a bit Celtic and a bit runic. But yeah. Then they had to put a wolf pelt on his shoulder on a contemporary. That's easy that's, to deal with. But that's just for Peta. That's nothing yeah. to do with like yeah, nothing true. to do with aesthetics. Speaking of, I really really love oh. how how easy it was for Peta to get that much free publicity. And, and how much GW got out of it as well. Yep. Yeah, but it's it was all, it was, all it was free publicity so yeah anyway what's next on the list do we have more on the list there Chris oh yeah keep we going do. then a certain little mortar carrier for the Mechanicum with li- with the la- with the lightning guns on the side uh, uh, I would have no idea what you're talking about anything in particular or <sighs> <laughs> do you need a, do you need a moment now Chris want to them. <laughs> and not because they're overly good because they're not but they're good enough and they look so cool because they're based on the Claros chassis 
but instead of a crew compartment, it's got mortar launch <laughs> mortars. So it's basically gigantic launch, uh, gigantic stacks of launch tubes on the top. Yeah, the it, it reminds me a bit of uh, that old um, Forge World Imperial Guard thing. Yeah, the Praetor launch. You mean the yeah. missile? It, it kind of. But I just want to mention small pla- plasma implosion devices. Can <laughs> around highly toxic radium cobalt isotope cores. The result is a mixture of blast fragmentation, highly lethal radiolo- radiological effect. That's all. Yeah. They're so cool. They're so cool. What every and, man need need in his home. And the best part is, it fits with the established look of the Mechanicum as well, really, really well. Because as I said, it's a modified Triaros chassis. Hmm. I think it looks stunning. I, I genuinely do. All joking aside, I think it looks absolutely stunning. And uh, I'm very looking forward to uh, seeing them, see what they do on the battlefield, um, just how badly they screw everybody up. Yeah, um, they, they might be good against uh, some multi-wound infantry. Yeah. Even that um, they have the red phage rule and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah. And multi-levy lists and stuff like that that are just going to basically disappear off the face of the ga- uh, gaming board after these things drop their load. <coughs> and on the other hand, there will be 200 or 250 more levies, levies just swamp it later on. So. Well, it depends how many how many shots you can get off in one go. Yeah. And just how many templates you can drop and, you know, what it damage is, you can uh, do with them. With three, so... Heavy three, is it? Yeah. Okay, what size templates? Do you know? Three inch. Uh, okay, I can do better with quad mortars. But, but it's cool, and you can ram stuff with it because it's got the same ram as the Triaros. <laughs> you can go all Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, the one with the basic armor 15 haywire, I think it is. The ram. So, uh, yeah, I want one. I might want two of them just because they look they look a lot cooler than I think they're actually effective for what you can get instead. Yeah, but you know, cool is the most important factor when you get stuff. Yep. Rule of cool. Simple as that. I think so, a lot of what's left is actually what should be it could be saved for a inferno. Because uh, the models have been out for a while, except for something that really, really looks like everybody's conversion. Uh, yeah, we, we are not ignoring that. No matter what I've said, we're not ignoring that. But I do want to point out that they have done the... Uh, well, I guess you're right, Chris. I think it's more of a... No, I actually think it's a different design. The Osiris... Uh, Os- Osirion? Or Osiron? Osiron, I think it is. Pattern Contempt of Dreadnought. Which is basically the one with the force glaive. I think it's meant to be their librarian dreadnought yeah. for the thousand suns, which is pretty pretty swish. Um, yeah, they've got the. Oh, that uh, one. oh yeah, that one looks. I forgot that one. It looks really weird, but cool. It does. It, it looks awesome. Uh, you mentioned the upgrade kits so like the uh, cataphracte iliastus assault cannons and the storm shields for the imperial fists, because you know custom marines need that sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> But yes, they finally released. I, I swear, I saw as soon as I saw these, I heard the scream, yell, and sheer exalted relief come up from uh, somewhere in uh, French Canada, 
as um, JP let out let out all his joy. I should just um, uh, put it like this. Tyrants are here. I just heard someone on TV say that the only one that's considered Fre- Fre- French Canadians French is the French Canadians. Yeah, well, they, I just want to see if uh, JP picks up on that and if he's actually listened to us. It's we'll find out very it. soon. <laughs> we'll find out very soon. Very soon. Yeah, um, tyrant kitbash means. The tyrant kitbash, which looks like kind of like a Darth Vader head. Um, if you actually look at it, if you painted it all black, it looked very much like a like Darth Vader or the Predator. Take your pick. Um, yeah, I, but it does it, it does look cool. Don't get me wrong. They look um, cool, but they, it feels like it's a bit too late as well. Same with the Moritat. Yeah, only about two years too late. Everyone um, that wanted one already have one, so to speak. We got off our asses and made our own. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, but, but now, now you have a reason to get even more. Uh, this is true. This is true. Although personally, I'm I'm going to see how I go with that. I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet because I have ten of them, and you know, if I can get ten more, then we'll see. Um, uh, yeah, and then one last thing we we haven't mentioned yet as far as new models that have been uh, previewed, even though it will fit in Inferno, I think it's uh, very important that we mention that there has been worm sign okay. <laughs> yeah that's true worm sign actually <laughs> like, it, it, <laughs> it's almost when it's closed it looks like uh, what is it called planetary express one yes it does all <laughs> the old flash all the old and if you look at the, the sort of rear spoiler and so you know that sort of stuff, it looks like something from the old flash gordon series well to be fair it could almost be placed as in half of every science fiction movie ever made Exactly, and um, if everybody's wondering what we're talking about, it's the Sisters of Silence, uh, Karen Patton, uh, Aquis, uh, Aquistio? Rabvan, Rabvan, yeah. It is <laughs> yeah, a Rabvan. <laughs> yeah, it apparently does not, uh, from the the rumour I heard is it does lots of nasty things to people, it to psychos uh, within so far of its doors and crap right, like that. Not really, but it could also it do have a, basically a Rabvan technique, because it gives... Uh, a lot of ha- ha- D6 plus something Hammer of Wrath attacks in close combat if you, if you ram something before you can, before I you can, can t- make it I can tell you all the rules later on yeah and yeah, we'll go through that but it is <laughs> it is worm sign yeah. <laughs> it's no, brilliant I, I really love that they made it that they, you, they basically it's designed to grab people because you, you can't you can't uh, avoid oh, I think it's tank shock because you can't avoid the tank shock because before, before you can make a death of glory attack you it will grab you it's gold so yeah so basically it's so cool and yet another reason to do a sisters of battle army which I'll have to do sisters of silence sisters of silence <laughs> you're technically more, but not um, yeah Several chicks with bolters years if you want to go that way in the between them uh, chicks with chicks with guns yeah yeah which is a, which is not a bad image. No, because it's much better than the other other phrases that came to mind, um, <laughs> which are far less politically correct. Yeah, and now you just got me thinking about a song by. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Let's <laughs> move on. Um, so <laughs> let's move on. So yeah, the that was the the, the sort of model release, and there's some, there are just some seriously pretty models in there, um, as we've said, and. If you want I to look at the photos of them, just go to Battle Bunnies, because they got lots like of I them. Said, like Thank I said, you. Warhammer Community for sure, but look at Battle Bunnies. Oh, and they um, they also released a um, the uh, House Millanax um, 
Transfers. Transfers, which is uh, pretty awesome because I was thinking about using them with my uh, my Knight Lancer for my Iron Warriors support. Um, or it could be a um, bit imaginative and not use that. Yeah, so it's uh, they actually fit because the the degree of the fluff is re revolved around those two being uh, having worked together you know, or some variant of that. So um, we'll see. I haven't decided what I'm going to do, but yay for or, those or, being or released. Or if not, they will be working together mm, on your battlefield. Yep. As far as I'm concerned. I'm into um, battlefield close to you. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, ver they're very awesome. Good to see them out because I was actually talking with Miles from Little Legends Studios a little while back on our our group chat about this, and uh, we were both lamenting the fact that they didn't exist. <laughs> it's like, how are you going to do it? What's well, going to be freehand? It's like, well, I could always print my own. It's like, uh, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see, and then bam, here they are. You know, pow, right in the kisser, just like that. And uh, yeah, very happy to see that existing now. Um, so yeah, there's like we said, there's so many cool things. Actually, Chris, you're looking at, uh, at battle bunnies right now, right? More or less. More or less. There's a selection. Where, the reason I was mentioned House Millenax is because of the uh, I was looking at the section with the House Millenax like uh, night grouping on there. And if you actually look on there, there's a picture of a um, Magos, and just to the left of him, it looks like there happens to be. Um, a tomb cannon on a Skitari or, or it's tomb a, crawler it's, it's kind a of. conversion. Yeah, it is. And it's a really okay. bad one as well, if I can say it. Meow, okay. Well, it really looks ridiculous. It's basically just taking the cannon from the, I think it's uh, the Solar Auxilia kit, the Solar Auxilia tank, and just sticking to the front of a tomb crawler. You can see why I like it as an Iron Warrior. You just stuck a really big gun on a portable base. The, pro <laughs> the problem is it just looks like it's glued on. There's nothing okay. to make it... I haven't looked at it. I was just wondering what that was related to because I quite like the look of that one. Yeah, that's the... Uh, I think it's a painter uh, conversion that just wanted to be in the cabinet. Oh, that's pretty freaking cool. I think uh, Max so yeah. over the terrace of that. Uh -huh. cool. Well, I think that's, that's everything to sort of talk about as far as models is concerned. And then... I think to round out the general overview of the weekender, um, apart from it being a pretty awesome time and we were all wishing we'd been there, and maybe we'll be able to pre-book tickets for like two years from now, depending on how it goes, I mean, with uh, their ticketing. Please, Forge, will let us in. Yeah, please. Let us in from we, the we, cold. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> let us in from the cold. We'll sit and pine, on, pine outside if we have to. Uh, no, I was like, looking at... Um, the fact that the book the book eight was previewed and the book eight is called Angelus, uh, or in other words, ha ha, still ha ha, still no white scars. Yep. Um, so basically, you, in that book, you're going to have um, there's going to be at least one. Well, there is one traitor uh, loyalist legion in there. Sorry, just the one loyalist legion. So you've got the blood angels, you've got the dark angels, you've got demons, you've got night lords, and you have dark mechanicum. Oh my god, I can't wait. I think someone asked them about the white scars and they said they just couldn't fit them in. Because it wouldn't make sense to just tag them along with those legions. Fair. And, and yeah. uh, that's actually a good thing that they can say. It's good that. enough reason for me. Yeah, and then we all know yeah. white scars don't fit in. Yep. And the book, the book looks awesome. They've got loads of cool uh, stuff, including the Thramas Crusade, which I know is a, a favourite. And um, dimensions of the Rangdan genocide. Yeah. Even more. Yeah. 
as it's mentioned in uh, this book that I'm if everyone wondered why I'm so quiet it's because I'm a little bit Make, making his book sticky yeah he's gluing himself to himself via, via reading the uh, uh, the new book um, but no, there's also um, uh, background on the rise of the Dark Mechanicum, which looks pretty awesome. Demons and Diablery uh, in uh, Horus Heresy. And without going into too much detail, because I did promise Chris I wouldn't do this, without going into too much detail, um, there are uh, there was a, a, a more detailed list that was actually put out about what was in the book. And what was mentioned was um, Operatives of the War Master. Yep. Which I am very much looking forward to. Uh, very much it's, looking it's, forward to seeing. It's really about time. It's really about time. Yeah, it's, it is about time that they showed up. Um, oh, and uh, something that the i Force guys likes to mention, or at least Tim, because he's got a bit of a fetish for this, assassins. Yeah, yeah. That, those are those are those are the uh, the fun stuffs that should be showing up. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to seeing what comes out in all this. And how it's going to look. And uh, yes, we're hyping book eight already. Book seven. You've came. You came. We saw. We unloaded. We we sort of <laughs> unloaded ourselves on you. And now you're now you're just not the newest shiniest thing in the. Uh, yeah, Inferno. Uh, you're so in yesterday. Yes, yeah, you are so yesterday's news, Inferno. <sighs> Sorry, but you are. Um, so yeah, that that's that's a pretty relatively concise, but rambling overview of the weekender which is yeah. what you should expect from us um, so that was pretty awesome there are several podcasts that actually had people there so if you want a more coherent what actually went on review you should probably listen to those yeah or if not just be happy with ours and you know follow along at home um, so let's move on from the weekender onto our regularly scheduled uh, outro as we uh, talk along about what events are coming up so I would like to start off by saying it's here. It's finally arrived. Uh, there has been a primer episode released by the um, Eye of Horus podcast. The global campaign, uh, 30, 30k global campaign via um, Oz30k and the currently uh, closed group. In other words, you have to just apply for membership uh, for the... Uh, Somebody help me out with the name here. The the, thank you very much. The, the second, second, second Gullock War. I am really interested uh, to see what happened in the first one. Yeah, so am I. But you know, we didn't get there, so it's just, it's all about fluff. We'll find out as it goes along. Um, which, as I mean, there's actually been a primer episode done by the Eye of Horus. This is going to be 11 months worth of heresy uh, events run through the Gullock system. Yep. Our, our good selves and 10 other podcasts and uh, channels and content producers are getting involved and this is building off the uh, escalation uh, campaign success that we had last year and we are going to end up having uh, so many awesome scenarios events different flavors each month and just get involved it's going to be amazing it can always oh, it can only be better than last year can only be bigger and better because that's how we're all going to work hard to make it. And so if you, awesome. for some reason, don't like to participate in Dire Force month, there's always the Geno 5-2 month close by afterwards. 
Yep, each month's <laughs> going to have its own it's going to own flavors, its own fun and you know, it's going to be pretty damn cool. So there is that. But you, um, you can know that our mon- month is going to be perfection. It shall be perfection. Of course it is. I'm right in the fluff. <laughs> what? Wait. I need to change some stuff then. <laughs> so yes, that that is coming up. That that well, I say coming up. That has landed, and we are uh, away with that already. You could also say so, it like this. Yes, it will be run via OS 30k like last year. But mm-hmm. to be fair, it's not that difficult to set something up, set your army up, set your battle reports up, because a lot of people did it last year. And there are several podcast episodes from last year from different podcasts that f- explains to you how to do it with. Andrew himself. And I even yep, think yep. that uh, some of the podcasts want him back this year for a uh, recap on how to sort sort yeah. your army. I'm pretty sure we'll want him back just so I can remember how to do it in the first place. So that'll be a good thing. Um, but yes, definitely. We will try and get Andrew on and we'll, there'll be a whole lot of cross-pollination and you know dudes looking for dudes, etc. between all the podcasts as this goes along. So it's going to be pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. And just like last year, just imagine it like the entire fucking planet everyone's playing heresy and just reporting battle scores battle reports you know posting whips and yeah going building mad the story exactly well. building the story yeah it's be fucking amazeballs it is and just think of what what uh, 11 months worth of uh, heresy will uh, will do, do to your, your sanity arm, do well uh, do to your sanity due to your army building due to your uh, general narrative play just how fucking awesome it's going to be um and, so yes uh, what i've heard so far there will be a variety of different uh, styles each month to speak some will be full out war if, if the those that produced the month want it some will be just summer talis and some will be raiding missions and I do think there will be a Swamptober this year. There is a Swamptober this year. There is a. There is a. I think people can there guess. There is who. a Swamptober <laughs> this year. Yeah, yeah. They they don't let that theme go, do they? So let's move on. Let's talk about the next event in the in the calendar as a whole, and that is going to be Avaria Five, and that's taking place in Malmo on the 25th of February. Uh, as far as I know, all the places are taken up. I've had, unfortunately had to uh, pull out of the event, but I will still be attending for an hour or so just to drop in, see how things are going, catch up with some old friends, and uh, generally chat to people about how things are going on. Steel dice. Uh, steel, I don't need to steal dice. I've got my own dice, thank you very much. And they've got my Legion symbol on them. You know, yeah. I don't need to steal nothing. That wasn't Although the point Jens is going to... Jens is going to be there, so I'll see what super heavy I can lift from him um, without him paying attention. Or well, I'll just ask uh, my kids to do it. <sighs> that could I, be hilarious. I can end some red butchers <laughs> and teach them how to do deal with Jens' super heavies. <laughs> anyway, so we've got... You know, so that that's going on the 25th of February. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, in March... We have an event which I couldn't even try and pronounce if I if I wanted to, at least location. Chris, can you take that one? Is it the Nicholas one? It is Nicholas's one, the skirmish in the, something something the something. The skirmish in Skaraborg in Kvevda. Yeah. Thank you. That's uh, Skovda with an umlaut of the O. Yep. And for those who don't understand what, what we're talking about, it's okay. Neither do I. It's uh, uh, it's a word with a Swedish letter in it, so you don't have to bother. Yeah, it's it's not something you could score on um, on yeah on uh, 
Scrabble, so you know it's not really worth depends on worrying which, about. Depends on which rules you're playing with and which edition of Scrabble. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's coming up, and that is a uh, thousand points. Am I right, or is it bigger than a thousand points? I haven't actually had a chance to look at the event. I have no details. idea. I just uh, put myself as maybe going, <laughs> maybe be going. Let's see. Well, if we can be there, we'll be there. If we can't, we can't. But Freddie, I do believe you're going to be somewhere else at that point. Yeah, I'll be. In Where are you going to be? In uh, Trumpland. <laughs> Trumpland. Yes, but you'll be there for two rather decent, two rather decent, two rather awesome events. Let's be fair. That's so, true. Then give us a quick rundown about what you're going to be doing. I am going to Stiff Three, and then I'm going to Adepticon, and Oops. also I'll be spooning Ryan Kimmel. You're such a happy dude for that, aren't you? you uh, also, I think he's more happy than I am. I also heard that we are going <laughs> to creep out. Chris by just staring at him in his, when he was sleeping. Yeah, no, I'm gonna sit like uh, squatting in his bed, naked, <laughs> or like actually I wear a long loincloth and a silver long-haired wig. Mm. And, he's, <laughs> and he's stroking my chin with a razor. And just to, to make it even worse, semi-erect. Yeah. Only semi, because you Only know. Semi. It wouldn't be make it want to make it too weird. Yeah. <laughs> Because that, that, that doesn't make it weird at all. Oh. No. <laughs> Sorry. And now, oh, just that uh, mental Jody image. Got fully erect. Yeah, now we're uh, almost killed off Yodi with that joke. It's good. Uh, ouch. Um, so anyway, <laughs> oh Jesus. So you're going out for stiff three. And Adepticon, you're going to be doing some reporting work for us out there, or at least taking some pictures of gaming as well as anything else, including body parts, which I'm sure will end up somewhere. Yeah. They sure and, will. Uh, I'm sure they will. And, um, yep, so we're going to get some reports back from there, which is going to be awesome. And well, I've you're already turned for... down my gloves against uh, you know, Age of Darkness. I've challenged JP. Yeah. So I'll show him everything about perfection. And which army are you going up against? Is uh, militia? Ah, militia, Iron Wars, doesn't matter. Be like seeing your old, be like seeing your old dudes all over again. Yeah, well that's true. He's using my miniatures. <laughs> it will be alright. Yeah, they're they're biased. They'll lay down their lives. Yeah, there's no way they want to win over you, considering how much you abused them over the years. Oh well, and besides, you know going to kick JP's ass and have my own miniature <laughs> mistreat me. I'm also going to play in the narrative event with uh, Ryan. Awesome. Cool. And besides that, I'm taking part in the Mega Super Battle. That's a subtle name if I ever heard one. Yeah, no, when I read the players back, you're supposed to, like, uh, you, you actually, how they build it, like, everyone takes turn placing down one unit of a value up to a, a thousand points or whatever it was. So the first thing I'm going to do is hopefully uh, once I collect all my stuff of um, Mr. Birch, I'm going to start by deploying a glaive. Or a fell <laughs> blade. I'm not sure yet. It's awesome. almost, if they weren't just slightly above 500 points, you can have both. Yes. <laughs> That's a bit subtle. Well, too bad you didn't have a Stormblade then, because then you could have a Stormblade without sponsors and a glaive. Basically. No, no, no not a glaive, but a Fellblade. Yeah. 
Well, some people think you've worked this out, Chris. And then, hmm? then the next spot will be like, okay, ten Phoenix Terminators in a Spartan. Now we'll just take it from there. <laughs> nice. It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be subtle. Or not. not. (laughs) House brick subtle. Um, So, yeah, so that's going to be Adepticon. And then what do we have after Adepticon? I do believe we then have the MKA painting course that's taking place at Farm Shack Barbecue, which is outside Lund, down here in Skorna. Which is going to be. Yeah, Lund, Skorna. It's going to be an awesome time. There's going to be 19 of the the most committed hobbyists here in. in the in the region uh getting down there hanging out with matt uh, matt kane and henry Steele, and learning how to do all sorts of magic with airbrushes on both uh, tanks and troops and there's going to be a day, day of gaming in between and i may have wrangled us a couple of uh, zone mortalis boards from a friend of mine so or, or at least uh you know mega block zone mortalis boards which is going to look awesome and we should so, have one other once you yeah. get your finger out uh, yeah, it's on the to-do list outside of the Titan, the Thunderhawk. You know, it's not like I even get time to paint my own miniatures these days. I know how Stu feels these days. But you have an uh, you have an you have an army already. You don't have to paint more. No, true, but I can if I want to. You can't uh, if you want to, right? Hmm. There is that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's happening in April. What else is happening in April? Well, we got Gothcon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. During the Easter weekend. Yeah. That's a, a small, small 2,500 point narrative event linked with BSK. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually they are like the fluff, on the fluff side. It's fucking amazing, and normally the the whole fucking event is usually pretty good. Yeah, there's a limit on which Primarchs you can take because I'm banned from the event currently, but that's for narrative reasons and nothing else. Because I killed them all at BSK. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually sorry. Korax Cor- on speed fucking killed them all. Killed but Batarian one, twice. Just yeah, but sure he was uh, dead. Did you kill Ferris Manus? Because that's one of that's banned. I think. No, well that was last turn. I killed like last event. I, Angron yeah. killed him. Yeah. He, he was on ten attacks at that stage though, so he wasn't even a fair fight. That's true. That's true. I think uh, we can have a bit more to talk about this in like, a few episodes because we are having one of the. Organizers on the chat uh, on the chat with us, so probably easier to talk more about it then. But it's good guys running it, and it's usually fun time. And it's Gothcon. Everyone that plays games in Sweden probably knows what Gothcon is anyway. Uh, it's definitely a high quality event. Go there. Unfortunately, I'll be overseas, but fuck, go there, roll some dice. Someone has to bring some world leaders or empress children to represent. You wanna wanna lend me your world eaters and I can take them. Well, then we have to meet up somehow. Yeah, this could probably be arranged. It's in. Ah, do you know what we're talking about? That we are actually meeting up, and we're actually meeting up like this month. Ooh, in two weeks' yeah, that's time. True. That's true. Jesus Christ! How can we forget? Oh, <laughs> we'll be at Tumbacon. Mhm. And initiated. What's Tumbacon? Tumbacon is a gaming convention held in Stockholm in uh, the suburb called Tumba. Which also makes it look like it's mainly a bacon convention. Yeah, Tumbacon. Which is pretty funny. But anyway, so we're going to be there and we're going to run a 6,000 points aside mega battle. Uh, Plastic Fantastic is going to be there. Nicholas from 
Don't Lose Your Head. Chris and I are going to be there, and it's going to be, like, super cool. And also we'll have a couple of summer tennis tables already there for people that want to, you know, they are heresy curious. Yep. Because there's nothing see. wrong with being heresy curious. Yeah. I want to know what the fuck is all this Horace heresy about. They can rock up and play some games. Plus it's uh, another reason for me to wear my podcast shirt, I think. That's true. This is true. This is why I made them. Yeah, so we can use them four times a year. <laughs> At least it would be four times a year. I wear them every time I go gaming. <laughs> yeah, but that that's uh, probably should tell you something. How <laughs> often I go what, gaming? That I game a lot. No, oh, that I never game. game. Well, I was trying to avoid uh, save your blushes on that one, Chris. But okay, you got there before me. Um, so let's talk about May and what's happening in May. Nothing. We've got uh, no, just like three things. No, nothing, nothing important. We 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 skip May this year. Just May is cancelled. What? You've cancelled May, have yeah, you? The entire no. month of May is cancelled. Why? Uh, sorry. Because I say so. So in other words, nobody gives a shit about your, your point of view on that one, because if we <laughs> did that, we, we would be missing uh, we'll be missing three rather fun things. So we'd be missing the uh, Syrian folly in, uh, oh God, Urubo? Oh, I see, I get it wrong anyway. Oreo country. Um, and that's actually uh, the first event run by Jens, as far as I know, uh, his first event directly uh, from Northern Heresy. Then we've got the, what I'm guessing is of REI 6, which is going to take place in Malmo sometime in May, as we've got the sort of dates scheduled we, for. We could also mention this, if any one of the organizers are listening, if you want us to shout out the correct dates and stuff like that and information, please send in the information if you want to. Yeah. Just, a little, just a little... You know. Little important things that could help, you know, make help make things work. It's, and then it's more for our, our sake, so we don't feel foolish and not forget to mention it because it feels a bit rude not to mention it. Yeah, this one. Yeah, or if we fucked up some of the information and you notice when you're listening, and it's like fuck, it's not May, it's fucking April, and whoa, or something. Pretty much. So there is that, and Freddie, there's something else that we're running that that month, so yeah. that might be something you want to talk about. Yeah, a little bit thing called uh, Lincoln. So we're yeah. back, baby. We're back, and we're bigger than ever. Oh my god! But <laughs> so we're looking at 50 attendees. I don't know if I have to cap this or something, because uh, I think we're that's like the same amount as doing the 40k tournament. I don't know what's going on because uh, I need to source some terrain badly, which we'll we'll sort that out. No worries. Yeah. It'll, it'll be happen. all right. It will happen. It'll be all right. You got uh, you got the terrain slave in Scorner. I know. <clears throat> yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And all. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so we're looking at probably 50 players, and it's going to be uh, a shadow war. One, so please, everyone, read the place pack, and before everyone goes nuts about Invisible Magnus and whatnot, read the FAQ, just, you know, chillax, and it's a fun narrative event, so it's not massively, you know, power gaming focused, and you'll see once you see the place pack, you're actually, you're picking, like, from the Raider Force Org from uh, Conquest, it will be, like, a story-driven kind of campaign, it will have uh, Shadow War missions, which are kind of special as well, so you, it, it's a bit harder to maximize your power gaming abilities in, in the Shadow War missions. I like them. They're fairly balanced and very thematic. 
And yeah, there will be some cool swag. More about that when we is. do the Lincoln special episode thingy. Because I think we, yeah, because I think we mentioned Lincoln like already a couple of times at this episode. Maybe a couple of hundred times in general. Yeah. Because um, it's kind of important. So there is that. There is Lincoln. And then we move on from there. We haven't got anything currently listed July, June or July. So if you've got events going on in that time, shout us out. Let us know. We need to know. And then we come to August. The Scorpius Insurrection. Again, taking place at Farm Shack Barbecue down here in Lund. Lund. In uh, Skjornar. So we're hoping to make this a big event. We'd like to see the same sort of numbers that are coming along to Lincoln, if not a few more, because um, we do have the space available, um, and we're going to have to make sure we get the tables and everything together. But uh, we've got some good uh, organisations down here to help with all of that sort of stuff, so I think that can be done. We just need you guys to uh, show some interest and come along. So we will be talking about that in a bit more detail um, very, very soon, probably in our next next episode I think we might do something about our events uh, maybe we just do a quick overview of the event series itself we'll see what we can get done and then uh, we've got some stuff coming up in September so Chris do you want to take that one because I'm going to mispronounce all this as we go along September oh I misplaced that list <laughs> sorry oh you've got that list uh, you got. You don't have that list you have the other list so that's yeah. okay uh, <laughs> this is this is the uh, Pandora uh, event in Yevla. Ah, uh, that was quite good, actually. Actually, it wasn't as bad as my other pronunciation. Exactly. Actually, right, actually, we have the list. We just make you say them, place names, because <coughs> it's guys. fun. Uh, yeah, well, screw ne you guys. And I'm already home, but screw you guys I'm anyway. Say, say this. Next time on uh, the Iranian Heresy, we're just gonna make Jody read funny Swedish place names. Just to be arranged, actually. <laughs> it's not like I don't need to practice. Um, and it, would, it wouldn't at all be quite an easy way to fill an episode with white noise. <laughs> oh, well, let's go on. Yes, let's, more let's, let's, let's go on, on shall we? Mo moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, then we have, in October, we've got an Avarii event scheduled for that sort of time frame. And then we have... Um, Something rather much bigger um, scheduled for early October, because we know the date of this one. Don't yes, we, we do. Yes, we do. It's the first weekend of October, which would be uh, Seven. 7th or 8th. Yeah, 7th or 8th, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We can have uh, some stale cinnamon buns around yeah. from the 4th. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and it's going to be, well, currently now... If people want to get on this event, there's only four spots left. Like, I'm limited to literally 40 people because we can't fit in more and it's going to be tight as it is. Uh, and it's going to be 3,500 points of Mega Super Big Battle Pick, whatever fucking Age of Darkness or Leviathan or whatnot you want. Uh, and 1,000 points on Mortalis List. And Rock Along is going to be two days of intensive gaming with some night joust and so on activities and you know, alcohol servings and so forth. General, general Shiz Fandango, which is going to be awesome. Fuck yeah. Extra we'll Fandango. The extra mm -hmm. Shiz on the Fandango. With its, with its extra Fandango Shiz on top of that. And yeah. uh, maybe we'll see if Fulgrim decides to show up to the night just again. And there might also be some uh, <laughs> fermented herring if you want that. <coughs> yeah, if you Apparently. do, you can fuck right off. <laughs> yeah, not within 20... 
Not within 500 yards of the facility, thank you very much. I have already said that if it's uh, brought there, I won't attend. So, it, We don't want me to attend Scandus and want my spot instead. You could probably it depends bring... what list you're running. If you're running a loyalist force, then you know we'll make sure we have some. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then moving on from Scandus, we've got November, and that's uh, BS Core in uh, Boros. And that's on uh, scheduled for the fifth uh, of November, and then we've also got an Avaria event sort of scheduled for around the same time again. Um, so yeah, there's uh, there is a lot going on, but the big gap um, is June and July. So if you've got any information about what's going on there, please hit us up and let us know what's going on. No, don't, very don't, awesome don't, make, don't make me run an, another event during summer. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not even asking you to think about running one. It's just we, not worth it. We could also say that if uh, people want to, there's the if you want to at least participate in something, there's the Varangian Heresy month of the the Golok campaign, the Golok cluster. Yeah, that's true. That is and July. July. So, so see, premium eventing, premium yeah. eventing there for so you. So we definitely need to link some sort of event. We do. I know we'll that, uh, that we might have to bring some armies into the country then, into the countryside, Yodi. Yeah, might have to happen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it can be arranged. Yep. It can be arranged. But, uh, yeah, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an awesome awesome year for Heresy. This is, this is pretty much Sweden. This is Sweden alone that we've listed here, apart from uh, Stiff and Adepticon. And then there are just so many more events around the around the world that are taking place uh, I mean you've got the God knows how many series of uh, event series taking place in, in Oz there's always st- stuff going on over the UK I know the Geno 5-2 are doing a lot of their stuff out there as well um, there is just so much going on it, it's just going to be another great year for heresy I can't, I can't think of anything much more to say to that can you guys? No, not really. Well, no. I think it, it speaks for itself. Like last year, we had like, I don't know, an, an event every second or third month. Now we have an event at least every month, and then some. That's it's going to be every second or third week of this. Right? Yeah, some of the months uh, might actually have a, a, a an event per week. Every week, okay, which is awesome. So the community has really grown. It has, and it's done a brilliant job, and it's only going to keep getting better. And now that there's painting events as well, which is also nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's not only gaming; it's grown beyond that. I know, which is super cool, and I'm super psyched. Yeah, it makes a it makes such a huge difference. It's just nice to see it all all growing and all becoming more than it was, and and the potential is there for it to still become even bigger. So I am very much looking forward to it all happening. And uh, yeah, it's good to be a part of it and uh, have fun with it. So other than that, I think we've covered all the events. I can't see much more that we need to sort of come back on to to wrap up the rest of the the episode. So unless you guys have got any final shout-outs or anything you want to talk about, I think we're going to call it there, actually. Anything from you guys? Uh, that still no. looks silly. What still looks silly? Russ, Russ still looks silly. Russ still um, looks silly, does he? Yep. Uh, well, 
Oh at least he, at least they have a model unlike the imper- your imperial fists. Well, to be fair, neither does my blood angels. So well, there we are then. See, but who needs primarchs when you got the machine? Machine is ha- everything. Hail the machine! Yeah. All hail the machine! Doing machina. Also, the um, might, also the mighty sog would make a really cool blood angel. Uh, not blood angel. Not blood angel. Uh, world eater character. If you convert yeah. him a bit, I give him a chain axe. That would be pretty funky, actually. Yeah, That's that would be an interesting idea. But however, let's that. let's save that for a later date uh, as a later later uh, topic of discussion. So other than that, I'm gonna say it's uh, it's gonna be a good night for me and me and me. And remember, guys, treat life like 30k. Be angry in the streets, be fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Vrangian Heresy podcast. Signing off. Let the body set the flow. Let the body set the flow. Let the body set the flow.